up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Flagrant 2. No easy buckets, analysis by assholes, water cooler commentary for your sports needs. I'm Andrew Schultz. I'm here with Akash Singh, Real Life Cast. We got uh, Alex, Alex Media is out of the studio today. Uh, we'll see him again for the Patreon episode. But yeah. we got Edin. We got Edin Martinez here on oh, the ones and twos, man. doing both of them. And um, guys, you know how we're going to do it. We're going to start it off with, with our flagrant thought of the week. I, I had a, a kind of annoying week because I've been getting death threats from Somalis <laughs> for the last fucking seven days straight oh, because shit. I put out this. I'll, I mean, you guys probably all heard the bit. It First of all, I just want to point out. Uh-huh. They're like female general mutilation or whatever. It's a butt joke about cutting off clits, right? <laughs> and you it's said like, it so matter of factly. Well, yeah, it is. Yeah, and yeah. it's like I made it. I made it while I did it while I was in Toronto. What I posted is just the setup and a riff. That's not even the whole bit. Mm. That's what I was thinking. I was amazed that you were getting death threats over that. This is well. It just. I'll let you guys hear the joke. It goes. This is the joke. Oh gosh. Maybe some of the Somali chicks not, but the most of you. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> respect their culture. Okay? Wallahi, respect their culture. Alright? Jesus Christ. If you're missing your clips, just take a little piece of your forehead. <laughs> now right, that's, that's funny. me riffing yeah. that's funny this is audience 1200 people everybody's laughing we're having a good time i don't think people realize how many somali fans i have yeah like if you go outside of of america like africans that have been like forced out of africa right like they, like if i'm in england or whatever the somalis come out like if i'm in like Toronto, it doesn't matter. They always come out. Yeah. Nobody had a problem with this joke. So it who gets, would send you the, th- the death threats for one of the Somalis? This one was fucking impressive. I, wanted, I, I was dying to hear You want this. me to read oh, it? Yeah. Andrew tweeted it was poetic. Do <laughs> you want me to fucking... Please, read that shit. Read All the right, name, so, too. Fuck him. All right. So, okay. You fucking bitch. <laughs> All right. I like it so That's far. a nice setup. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> if I ever catch you making FGM jokes, they have their own slang for female genital mutilation. It's so <laughs> common. They write it so often that they LOL'd it. They have their own little sonogram. Clint. Jokes about Somali girls. If you fucking white cunt... I will personally kill you with my bare hands, you no good for nothing, sick, degenerate, dog-kissing, sister-fucking, white, swine-consuming. I like how eating pork is up there with incest <laughs> in their minds. <laughs> that eating pork is just as bad as fucking your sister. Uh, pork breath cunt. You're a dead man. I hope you know that. Keep a close look over the next Somali you see. I hope they stick a knife so deep in your jugular. Jesus Christ. Your slave master ancestors can smell your pork breath back to the pork since they're <laughs> rotting in their grave and ending up in hell. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Where are they? Yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> Where you will be heading soon. You white bastards think you are really doing something dehumanizing our women as if they're your white bitches and whores don't have filthy disease, maggots-filled, rotten, putrid pussies. First of all, 
you guys are the one dehumanizing your women, but we're, we're not going to do that. That was my first thought. I will draw blood from you, you white cunt. Your days <laughs> on this earth are numbered. Go molest some kids like the rest of your race. Talk about this is all the same person? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> same person. Same person. Or go fuck your sister, Wills. You're at it, you son of a white pussy stinking bitch. <laughs> Right. I will kill so you! <laughs> Mark my words! <laughs> so I received, this is the most like beautiful one. I mean, Yo. this is like, it was just so beautiful. Like, this guy is so talented. What's his I'm, name? Um, it's a shame that he has to cut off clits for a living. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I was like, oh, sons, let me tell you something. Uh, so I was receiving so many of these. Somali Twitter got on it. And it's so dope because like. Is there an FGM Twitter? No, no. <laughs> FG, uh, FGM. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Is FGM Twitter? There's, there, no, no, this is, this is afterwards, after I posted the bit. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh, Online like, hate. It's so funny because like you could, there's this division between woke Somali Twitter and just regular Somali people. Uh. Regular Somali people. <laughs> are sending the joke they're saying funny jokes like honestly I was the most offended by the forehead thing <laughs> like, <laughs> like they're just having a good time with this yeah, the yeah, majority yeah. of people are just enjoying it but then the woke Somali community got on it and oh my god they were going fucking crazy and I had all these tweets talking about how fucking insensitive it was like how dare you that is so insensitive yeah. to make fun of field mutilation field general mutilation and my flagrant thought of the week is you know what else is insensitive right now? You know what else has no sensitivity whatsoever? You know what else will have zero sensation? I almost feel like that me little laughing. little piece of clit just sitting on a rock roasting in the Somalian sun. God damn. I almost feel like me laughing is going to get me a death threat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but just the big one, Elizabeth. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Why would you want to kill me and not the people cutting the clits off? Like, if there's an order of operations, if there's a pendas for, for what FGM. you cut off, right? FGM you would definitely off. go first with the people that are mutilating these women, right? Like if and I and I don't ever want to explain jokes to people because I realize once we explain jokes we're jokes playing fun, yeah, an yeah. away game. Yeah, 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 we're not playing away games. We're just leaning into our home game. We're okay. comedians is what we're joking around yeah. about. But the fact that they could be so furious at a joke that is about really it's a big oh, forehead yeah. joke. Really, when sort you think of. about no, no, because <laughs> the joke is the joke is actually. I mean, all right, fuck it. We'll explain <laughs> the slightest bit of the joke just so they understand. Oh, the yeah. joke is, ladies in the West, be wish you should be so grateful of what you have because there are women out there mm -hmm. that are getting their clits cut off. I'm actually using the severity of FGM. I love that it's FGM. <laughs> Uh, dude, it's I like, can't. Let's go is that next. the episode? Now? <laughs> dude, like... Obviously, bro. <laughs> next time we're in Somalia, we have to stay at the FGM Grand. <laughs> Here it is, the greatest hotel. <laughs> so, so the fact that the fact that they could even turn this into being worse than the act itself, I, people are so so crazy to me. In my, but that was my flagrant thought of the week. My gosh, I I, I don't even know how I could follow that. Uh, <laughs> well. I was I was explaining to Akash before. Nah, I'm not even. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to come after the clip. You know who's not coming after the. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm, I'm kind of in the doghouse today, right? Right. I was kind of in the doghouse today. <laughs> can, we, can we have that as our? Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> 
<laughs> got a little buzzword when we shit starts going down. We start tapping it. I like it. Jesus okay. Christ. Uh, so I got in the doghouse today. I came home yesterday. I went to a party. Alex was there. A lot of You're still there. in the doghouse. Uh, sort of. I'm, I'm a little bit out now, but yesterday I was for sure in the doghouse. Uh, so I got stupid drunk yesterday. Okay. Like OD drunk. Like I haven't been this drunk in like a long time. Okay. And uh, <laughs> I got home around like. And day party drunks are different because like you still got the whole night ahead of you. You think it's late oh, and it's yeah. not. It sucks. Oh yeah. So like, I got home at like 10 p.m. and you know my pregnant girls at home chilling, watching me, and uh, I, I I fell asleep pretty early, right before yeah. Euphoria and everything. Couldn't even watch my show, right? And uh, I woke up and I seen she was sleeping on the couch. Right. And I'm like, oh shit! I must have been so drunk. I was like spread out on the bed or whatever, and right. like completely, you know, not regarding her or whatever. So. Uh, you know, this afternoon, like right before I come in, she goes, you know what? I was really mad at you yesterday. I was like, why? She's like, <laughs> when you were asleep, you were like eating out your hand. And I'm like, what? Like eating like food out of my hand? She's like, no, like you were asleep, like going like, <laughs> like licking your hand. Like it was. A vagina, like in my sleep, like while I was like incredibly, incredibly drunk. How long has drunk. it been, bro? What do you mean? How long, how long has it been? Since, since um, you guys boned, because that's what this is. Nah, I mean we still, we still. You having pregnant sex? Yeah, I heard but, it's better like that too. It's great. It's I great. hear, I hear DJ Envy swears by it. Listen, he it's it's, it's like it's like Steph Curry throwing a shot up and walking her way. <laughs> like, wow. it's, wet. it's it's the it's wet. wet. Like you know, you know what's in. Um, but like, but what I do you felt, do with the belly? Hmm. Uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna get into super details. That's, 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 that's anyway. Uh, I'm saying. I say all that to say. Fair. <laughs> it's just. It is a unique thing, right? I mean, it's it's, like, it is unique. Yo, I mean, that's, DJ that's, Envy. That's, I was on the Breakfast Club, and he said it is his favorite time to. How have many sex. kids does he have? Uh, five, three. three. Jeez, okay. He's a, he's a few kids, but mm. he he said it, he we, he like stopped the interview. He goes mm -hmm. no. Pregnant pussy is how he described it. Was his favorite pussy, Fantastic. and he did say it was the most wet. Fantastic, right? It. So I'm, 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 my flagrant thought is not so much a thought, but it's like a flagrant question. Like, right? I felt bad, but then I laughed. But like, is that cheating? Like, is it? Nah, you could have been eating hers for all you know. I don't like. Yeah. You don't even remember. I had no recollection of this, and also when she told me about it, like I started dying laughing because I'm thinking to myself, like, yeah. in my sleep doing that, knock the fuck out. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, she's upset. So like, is it sort of like? Sound you supposed to be subconsciously faithful? <laughs> like what the fuck? Bro? Come on, nah, that's absurd. Yeah. No, I mean she's not. She's a, she's like the coolest woman of all time. Like so, she didn't. She wasn't too. Kaz's girl's great. I, lo Kaz I love that ain't girl shit. That, he man. drunk. <laughs> she at home pregnant. It's good to know deadbeat Kaz extends beyond this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, it, if it's if it's if it makes it any fair, uh, I went to the party because it was my boy Cam. It was his birthday. Shout out to him. Yeah. And uh, another my original flavor. Are thought you really before this, asking if it's cheating to lick your palm in your sleep? <laughs> But like, dude, what I'm... happened to black men? <laughs> y'all were the fucking greatest, man. Like, we looked up to y'all. We wanted to do everything like y'all. Y'all were the coolest people on the planet. Charlamagne Duval put out one song, and now you're a bunch of fucking Yo, gays like, we don't walking cheat. around sucking on your fingers and shit because you're not busy cheating. This is what happens when black men don't cheat. They start licking between the webbing of their fingers, man. Go out and get some pussy, bro. 
put it on the house. That should be reparations. Oh White my people will pay for black men to get pussy so we have someone to look up to again. Oh my god. Nah, I felt I felt fucking I felt bad about it for some reason. But why? Because she felt bad about it. And you know, I, I don't know, it's weird. That's the that's how you she should know you're faithful. <laughs> that you're so horny, you're eating out your hand in your sleep. That's a valid ass. That is point. a valid point. That is I a mean, valid dude, point. If that she should be so elated <laughs> that you're only you're not even jerking off. You're so faithful to her that in your sleep your feet you feel so undeserving of pussy that in your own wet dream you gotta please them you're licking pussy isn't that crazy that is, that is true you're giving orgasms dude what a for great wet dreams. man dude man thank you for that I needed that I needed that that she needs to know about this <laughs> Dude, we need to make black men great again, bro. We really do, man. Whoever, whoever needs to be president in 2020. Mabaga? Mabaga. Yeah. Sounds, Sounds like, like a guy from Black African. Panther or some yeah. shit. <laughs> That's the African president we need, bro. Oh, my oh, goodness. Guys, that was, that was pathetic, bro. I'm so sorry. I mean, my original flagrant thought was how problematic artists make all the best music. Is that new Chris Brown and Drake record? Bro, Slaps. flames, bro. Slaps. It hits different in the summertime, bro. Bro, like I, I literally listened to that shit like thirty times on the way here and back. Didn't even change the song one time. I love. I'm it. just like, fuck. I'm so glad he got one. I love. It. I'm so <laughs> glad Chris Brown got one, though. Yo, <laughs> like, I love. It. And he's one. back. He's, he's officially fully back. back. Yeah. Like that is the complete cosign. Absolutely. Yeah. When right. You got the Drake, Drake who you used to beef with. Over the Rihanna shit. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. And now you guys are besties. Yeah. You're cool with Rihanna already. They're making already. fun videos squash. together and shit. Doing the, was, the video was, was great. Drake was hilarious. It's a great video. Drake was genuine. There was a moment where I laughed out loud, mm -hmm. and it was uh, when he goes- uh, the snake? No, no. Before the snake, he goes, he goes, he goes, yeah. how'd you get your music so loud? Put it on my phone. Put it on my phone. Put it on my phone. But how'd you get your music so loud was a really good fucking riff. <laughs> It was just good. Oh, people forget, like, the motherfucker could really act, bro. Yeah, like, he was an actual actor. Yeah, like, I'm really looking forward to the, you we know. put down the ESPYs a little. Eh. When he, I know, I think when he hosted the ESPYs, there yeah. were moments where I was like, it was good. Yeah, was good. and SNL and a couple other things. And he produces Euphoria, which is one of my favorite shows. Oh, and, I didn't know that. You know, Euphoria. That's a great fucking show, man. You got to get into it. Now they but, both uh, slap. Yeah, and they both slap. <laughs> <laughs> There you go, Eddie. That's how you contribute before Akash tells you to shut the fuck up. Okay. Um, Akash, what you got, bro? I yeah. found the biggest Indian sellouts on earth. Okay. You've seen these. So first of all, yeah. uh, you've seen these Hari, Hari Krishnas? Yes. Hari Krishnas. Yes. Hari Krishna. It's, yes. like okay. a, it's like a cult. They all wear the orange, like... Um, I saw this Indian guy on the train. He had mad like bracelets on, like... Yeah. Um, prayer beads and stuff mm -hmm. like that yeah. and he's chanting the whole time and then at the end he starts saying shit like something something maggots ha! and i'm like yo that's not us anymore <laughs> and then i realize he's wearing an orange t-shirt and i'm like oh maybe he's a Hare krishna and then he turns around and he has a shaved head except for that one stupid ass braid yeah and that is the biggest indian sellout on earth when you have hinduism but you say no you know what let me get the white version of hinduism and walk around like a fucking cancer patient He's gentrified God. <laughs> and he is the biggest Indian. I've never hated an Indian person more. I don't so care how many Hare white Krishna girlfriends you got. White? They're, he's not, but white people bought into him. He's like, oh. um, what's that movie about the vegans in the 60s? 
The uh, vegans in the sixties. Uh, the Very cult. Particularly. That was on Netflix. It was a documentary. They were there was a cult based on oh, this guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, the Bhagwan. Not yeah. the vegans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're vegans though. Osho. Osho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most people know him from random. It's the same thing though. This is a brown guy who just conned a bunch of white people into giving him money. And for you to go worship him instead right. of the actual God <laughs> that he's pretending to be. God right there, It's room. so fucking crazy. Like, it's infuriating to watch. Yeah, yeah, that shit is, that shit is weird. I never really understood those people. I used to play basketball with one, though. Could he hoop? Yeah, it was pretty nice. Really? Yeah, it was in Spain. And we had a Hare Krishna. Oh, shit. Yeah, fucking stunk. <laughs> it smelled, it literally smelled bad, but like, oh, he, was, he was pretty good, and I asked him about it. But I think some of them do it just so they have a place to stay wherever in the world. Oh, is that what that yeah, is? Yeah, because you can just like live at the Hare Krishna house. I read this a uh, little bit of this guy's book. An uncle was like, "Hey, this guy, you should check him out." And then I remember the third, like they did like an interview with him, and the third question was, yeah. "You tell people to give up material possessions, but you have a lot of gold and stuff. Why is that? You accept gifts from followers?" He says, "Well, if you're giving it to me, it's like giving it to God." Mm. And I was like, "All right, fuck this entire dude forever. Oh, like, Jesus. that's Christ. your rationale." Sick, bro. Yeah, that's some that's dude. Some... He's the first person with a Patreon when he think about it. Dog. <laughs> dude, his Patreon is so lit, bro. I mean, we're not giving you guys enough for the Patreon. You don't get no outfit. You don't get no haircut you know, you know, all you do is just bro. giving us gold and you'll get no shit back we really need to step up our patreon though hey any captain you get to have a full we're gonna give you a Hare krishna outfit we'll send you a shrine like a of andrew outgrid yeah, and then you can stay at akasha's house <laughs> best way to do it yeah, uh, fuck. my gosh it's fucking lit yo i had a <sighs> what's up bro i had a um I was up at this Montreal Comedy Festival, right? And I was hanging out. There's a couple of comics named the Lucas Brothers. You guys might oh, be. Oh, yeah. fuck the Lucas Brothers. Yeah. Big yeah. wrestling fans, too. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Those guys, and yeah. They, uh, they're like two twins, black kids from Newark. And um, we we're just talking about, you know, comedy, what's coming down, and like everybody policing it, the whole Dina Hashem thing we're talking about. Yes. And, um, and uh, they, they said the funniest thing. We're just talking. And they go, you know what? Comics, we're the biggest gangsters in entertainment i go what are you talking about he goes no nah, no nah, we're the biggest gangsters now i go why he goes when you got rappers looking at comics like could you guys tone it down <laughs> <laughs> like that's a little distasteful like yeah. that's you being know, a little distasteful problematic yeah. <laughs> you gotta, like, use your words wisely like like can you think about the message you're putting out there in the world like, oh my God. and the fact that like that we're the only ones left just saying shit completely unapologetically. Mm. We're the most gangster motherfuckers. Comics with attitude, bro. dog. We really are, bro. <laughs> CWA. We really mm -hmm. are, man. Motherfucker got so a bag. So fucking I'm crazy. Brownish. <laughs> <laughs> Brownish. We are the most motherfucking gangster motherfuckers in entertainment. Mm. I love it. So that's what we got to put out there in the world. That's Speaking a narrative which, we're going with it. What's that? It's kind of it's kind of on that on that uh on that same wavelength. Did you see Andy Cohen and uh, that dude Titus from uh the, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt or whatever? Christopher the black Tiger. gay guy? Yeah, black gay guy. Yeah. F oh man, I'm I'm his new biggest fan, bro. New biggest fan. Talk to me. What happened? So he was on. Uh, I guess he was whatever the show that he hosts. Andy Cohen. Watch what happens live. Watch whatever. what happens live. Yeah, I bet you knew that. Gag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, no, I actually hate him. But my girl watches the other shows. She hates right. him weirdly. Yeah, every that's the thing. Everybody, no, a lot of people don't fuck with really? Andy Cohen because he's, he's a messy motherfucker. I be saying and... I like him just to annoy her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like this guy. What are you mad about? So uh, he had Titus on the show, right? And I guess they were talking about uh, the Dolomite movie he's in with Eddie Murphy, 
And, you know, I guess they were talking about it and yada, yada, yada. And then he goes, oh, so you're friends with Eddie Murphy? You hang out with him? You talk to him? He's like, yeah, we just did a movie together. Like, he gave me a lot of compliments. I was like, yeah, he's good. He's like, oh, because, you know, I think oh, he was God. a little problematic with his, his views on gays or whatever. And Titus looked at him like, well, he's my friend and we were cool. So I don't think he has any problem with gay folks. And he was like, well, you know, I just think he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, no, do your little show, sis. <laughs> and like, and really got that? Yeah, like he got, like he cleaned that shit, like he cut that shit off, like before it could even get rolling, though. Like he was like, nah, <laughs> you're not gonna, you're not coming for Eddie Murphy right now, bro. Like whatever the fuck he said 20, 30 years ago, like everybody was making gay jokes on Eddie Murphy Raw and Delirious, yeah. dude. Like, don't give me that bullshit. Like, so, you know, and that's what he does. That's, that's kind of like his shtick, Andy Cohen, like just doing like messy shit with people. And Titus, who plays like a messy character on the show, Put out a long fucking um, Instagram post, which I'll read to you. And he's he calls Andy Cohen sis and she, whatever. Yeah, so yeah, 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 he's yeah. like, quote, she can be a messy queen. Yes, I said it. Don't care if he knows it either. He should remember that his talk show isn't an episode of Real Housewives of Atlanta. It's a place where artists come to talk about art and have a little fun. Not a place to rehash old rumors or bring a star negative press. Sunday was a display of ratchet behavior by a well-connected man having blatant disregard for one of his guests. If only time were taken to know who I am and not assuming that I am the character I play on TV, he would know how to conduct a proper interview with uh, at he got messed it up over here. I received four Emmy nominations for acting, not for being myself. He was lucky I had my wits and Christian values that day. Always keep it classy. Being friends with other talented celebrities doesn't make you talented. It makes you friends with other famous celebrities. He should rip a page from Anderson Cooper's book and learn how to do his job. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Got the fuck out of here, bro. Eddie's dick must be good, bro. That's... <laughs> hey, Our man. Our guest is here. I'm going to go grab Yeah, her right go now. get her. Go get her. We got a guest. It's Titus. <laughs> Ain't it funny that he got tight in his name? <laughs> and ass. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, man. So this guest that we got coming in, uh, I don't know her to be honest with you. I, and I, I, I'm, I have no clue. I wanted, I, I have no clue. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. I, I don't know who she is. You know, you know what's Y'all funny? just sent me like a picture. I of can't her. fill you in. You don't know either. I know she's on Love and Hip Hop. Okay, so she's on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Hollywood. It's Kaz's homegirl. She has a, I think, a, a song coming out or an al- album coming out. I should probably get my feet off the chair. She's gonna sit. She's on. Trying to look at your Birkenstocks, son. <laughs> yeah. Ma. What's funny is you got Andrew got Birkenstocks the last few interviews. You got to walk around with these all the time because it's just so misleading about so who you are. Here's the thing about the Birkenstocks, right? I almost don't want to say it, but I'll say no. it. But just don't get it. It can't get back to. Mark. Right. So you know my uh, the guy who opens for me yeah. who came in my bathtub? Yeah. So like he has like this huge fear of bears because when he was kid, a kid, his older brothers would scare him with a bear mask. They'd just run up on him and scare him. And he's like a very scary kid in general. Like if you just go, ah, he like really shakes. Really? So yeah. So he was wearing Birkenstocks at the airport. Right. Right? And Alex and I have been ripping him to the point where he stops wearing Birkenstocks. Right. Yeah. One sec. One second. One sec. One sec. Hey. So we. He was wearing. So we stopped wearing Birkenstocks. Like mm-hmm. we were scared of that. But one sec. One sec. One sec. One sec. One sec. And um, so he basically. So he. So he basically just stopped wearing them. So I bought Alex a pair and me a pair. <laughs> right. And we're gonna show up to the airport wearing the Birkenstocks. Right. And or the next time we see, it, we're both wearing the Birkenstocks, and we're gonna rip them for not wearing them anymore. And he's gonna <laughs> think that's the prank. And then out of nowhere, 
I'm gonna have someone in a full bear outfit <laughs> scare the fucking shit out of him, and we're gonna videotape it all. So none of you tell Mark that this is gonna happen because it's gonna be an amazing prank. But I'm glad that you all know. Okay, our guest is here. Come on in. Right, sit on down. In. Oh, she's injured too. Thank you for braving injury to come on this <laughs> oh podcast. Uh, get over here, Bridge. Yeah, I braved nice it. I'm brave the injury. Hi, Bridget. Hi, Bridget. Andrew. Thanks for down. My oh, God. I'm, I'm mad that Birkenstocks, I didn't know Birkenstocks was the theme. I would <laughs> You got, you got Birks? Yeah, for sure I did. That's what's up. Why you guys hate it, bro? I, I, hey, I came in late to the Birkenstock talk, so I, oh, I wish I, I knew. You don't need Birkenstocks, No, bro. not my feet. Have you no. seen Kaz's bro. feet? No. Listen, you, got, oh you, got, you got Frodo feet? It's like that. <gasps> Frodo is bad? generous, yeah, dude. Frodo. I've taken steps to curb that. But nah, it's dude, still it's not too late. Taking dog. steps? What it's kind of steps? Like, like I got carrot? Frodo feet. Kaz built like a fucking centaur. For yeah, the it's down. not good. Wow, it's not a good look. So it's just large, calloused, hairy. Yeah, I mean, it's not crazy. as calloused anymore. I get soaked, but it's still got like the the weird toe thing just, going on. It's just but all we'll awful. get to his feet in a second. This Kaz, can you introduce our guest? Please? Introducing our very special guest, yes. very good friend of mine, longtime friend yes. of mine, singer songwriter. You could uh, see her on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. You yes. can see her on the Steve Harvey show as well. Mm-hmm. Give it up for my good friend Bridget Kelly at the Flick. Wait, so you podcast. do Steve Ke- uh, Steve Harvey's radio show? His daytime show on on it used to be on NBC. Okay, mm-hmm. and what do you do on that? Um, I'm not familiar, panel. and I feel bad Same. because <laughs> I'm usually totally very fine. prepared Don't for worry this. About I was it. just selling Akash. Kaz just sends us your like insta- one Instagram post. <laughs> oh. He doesn't like break the I whole thing down. I got the email and the songs and everything. But it's just like this is my friend, and I feel right. like she would he be can, a he great can, person. He can text me to... directly and be like, "Hey, okay, that's all Which we're trying to figure out." I just want to set the table. Okay, so it's love and hip hop. <laughs> so Let me get this yeah. hair out of here. I don't know whose the hair that is. Well, it's my. It's mine is yeah, green. Hair. Okay, so I can always tell. So when it's not, mine. not yours. Okay, so love and hip hop Hollywood. <laughs> yes, love and hip hop Hollywood. I live in L.A. Even okay. though I'm a New Yorker, I moved to L.A. Oh, you're from New York. Yeah, I grew Where? up in Chelsea. Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Gay. <laughs> Hello. Do you not see the stripes? Oh, the colors. Like, come on. No. Um, no okay. What? Wait. Really? Chelsea. Yeah. Where'd you go to school? Um. I went to PS41 for a My brother school. went to PS41. Uh-huh. Oh, now look at you. Okay, no, 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 I'm 35, so I'm a little older than you, but okay. uh, I, I used to play ball PS4. I went to PS6, but keep on going. Okay, PS41. Okay, um, what middle school? Can I guess? No, you wouldn't guess. You would oh, get you him got in trouble. I went to a private. No, I went to a private school. For bougie. School. Yeah. <laughs> no, just smart. Okay, bougie. not bougie. Just Which really one? nerdy. I, I went to. Um, you said you were smart, mad bougie. Just yeah. so you, know, you literally <laughs> turn your fingers up. No, just smart. Just smart, not bougie. Which one? Which one? Um, De La Salle Academy. It's really small. Um, it used to be. Sounds familiar. It used to Isn't be on Catholic school. Kind of. Mm. Um, it was run by Franciscan Brothers, but it's not really a Catholic. It's not really Catholic. Mm-hmm. It's not. We don't it's do. One, we don't do mass. Franciscan Brothers. Yeah, but it wasn't like you know. We had to go to mass and wear a uniform. It wasn't that. that well, it was like private though. It was just private. Franciscan Brothers. Franciscan Chelsea. Themes going on. Teacher had to be lesbians in this school. Is that what's happening? No, I went to performing arts school. I went to LaGuardia. That's where they teach you how to be lesbian. No, I'm just kidding. Yes. Mm. And Michael Nicky? J- yes. Oh, well, performing but, art school is not gay, so yeah, there goes yeah. the theme. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> could have me. So, Che uh, was, Che's what, my age? Che graduated. Maybe a little older than me. A little older, che I, gra- I, was a f- I was either a freshman or a sophomore when Michael graduated. Right, so- and then so- Nikki. 
Nikki was already gone. She was already gone. She yeah. was a little bit older. Wow. She old. Son, how old is Nikki? She's, She's pushing forty. She's not old. She's not pushing forty. She's like what? Thirty-seven, maybe. Yeah. That ain't that ain't pushing forty. Yeah. Now that you now that I'm looking at once we get to our thirties, we trying to hold on. Let us just hold on, okay? We holding on. Listen, that's fine. You can hold on, okay? Here we go. She's a little old to play with Barbies, don't you think? I want to set this whole thing up. I want to, you know, see, understand who I am. I didn't know I was with a New Yorker. I thought I was with a real LA folk. No, I'm a New Yorker. This is New Yorker. And you're like New York, New York. Mm-hmm. Like Chelsea. Like 212 New York, yes. Really? What, where in Chelsea exactly? Uh, 20th and 9th, actually. 20th and 9th. Mm-hmm. Those projects right there? Right across the street, yes. Where where the Damon Wayans yes. and the, uh, the Wayans the brothers Wayans are from? Grew up, yes. Oh it's funny you mention that because she has the Wayne head boot on right now. I do have the Wayne head boot on. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> How did that happen, this by the way? This is a real New Yorker. I got run over by a Vespa in Paris. No shit. So yeah. bougie, bro. That's, That's the most bougie shit ever, dude. We get it, you're rich. I got hit we by a Vespa. We get it, you're rich. Not... We get it, you like gay things. Dude. Yeah, you Damn. are not making a case for liking cops at all. all. I'm Run so over by sorry, a Vespa? Guys. Come In on. Paris. Mm-hmm. There's nothing straight or okay. masculine about so that So you were all. you were saying something about... you. Were, you oh, were... Steve Harvey. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an artist first. I'm a singer-songwriter. Right. So, um, so on Steve Harvey, I mean, that, that really is just is a panel called Straight Talk, and we just talk about relationships. Mm-hmm. It's me and two other women. Are you in a relationship? No. So what the fuck you know about relationships? <laughs> All the, everything that I've done wrong, I want to tell everybody not to do. Please listen to me. I have trashed every relationship okay, up until what, this What point. are the mistakes we make? What yeah. makes mistakes? What are the mistakes? I'm, I'm sort of in the doghouse a little bit. <laughs> Why are you in the doghouse right now? You're, 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 you can't afford to be in the doghouse. Well, he was in his dreams. He was licking his I own hand because he hadn't had sex in so long. He, <laughs> and his girl true. got this upset because he was eating hand pussy all night. And his <laughs> pregnant wife got very upset. Pussy does not sound appetizing or like a good or like a good substitute for real pussy. Depends exactly if you had some happened. jollof rice I came, before, maybe I came it is. Home from Cam's joint, super drunk <sighs> on Sunday. Okay, and I crashed out at like what, like 10 p.m. probably. Oh dear! And I fell asleep. And I woke up and she was sleeping on the couch and I'm thinking, you know, Who maybe she's gonna like me. this though. Who <laughs> <laughs> That's how you were asleep. So she saw me. She no, was like, she's like the reason why I was mad at you is because like you were eating out of your hand. I'm like, what does that mean? And like I was eating food out of my hand. She's like, no, like you were like licking your hand, like it was like yeah a vagina. And yeah. I was like, like it was some pumper. And I laughed because I'm like, who the fuck? And he made a great point. It's like, yo, I'm so faithful that in my dreams. I'm Were you having a nasty get, dream though? I don't remember. I don't remember any of this. Like she told me this, I'm just like You don't even remember if you were having a nasty no, dream. I, no, I usually would remember. You're lying. You told us what you were dreaming about. What was I dreaming about? You said Andrew? that he, his child just got birth and he was just licking the afterbirth <laughs> off of his <laughs> <laughs> Is Honestly, that, is that placenta? If that was if that was really the case, I would have been sleeping on the couch too. That's some bullshit. That's some bullshit, guys. That's some bullshit. That's crazy. That's a different I'm, level. I need some. I need some advice. Like, what do I? What do I do right now? How does he get like, out the doghouse? Yo, what if? What if? But what if? She what was she really? Up? What was she really mad about though? Because that sounds like that sounds like an he excuse. He wasn't eating pussy. He was no, sucking I mean, on his finger real know, hard. That's what he was doing. So you came home. You were smacked. First of all, we was super duper smacked. We have FOMO, right? We're the fun. We're literally the fun police. Exactly. And I can't. I've. I. I cannot. I don't have any children, so I don't know what it's like yeah. to be. To be. You know. As but far what, the one thing she'll but, do though is like she'll be like, oh, go out and have fun. And I don't know what's a farce. I know she doesn't really want me to go out and have fun. No. But I call that's her bluff. That's not a farce. That's <laughs> a trap. No. Women are the fucking police. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Ain't no farce. That's a trap. 
You can't. No, you take can't. the bait. But nah, know, baby, I'm gonna pretend to love you, you tonight. <laughs> Not pretend to you love. You just finished saying like how my girlfriend is the coolest girlfriend in the world, which she is. She's amazing. Ain't no yes. woman above sitting in the train. You don't get in trouble like I got in trouble <laughs> six months ago, bro. Damn, Cass. Come on. Pick up on something. You got no subtle cues. That's why you're in the dark right now. You're not helping nobody out, Cass. I'm too sad. It was my best friend. One of my best friends' birthday. Yes, of course. How old is this dude? About 30, just turned 35. Yes. Grow up. Yeah. What you still having parties for at 35? Grow up. You finna have a baby, so well, let you tell it. We pushing 40s at 35, wow. so we might as well show 40 every single year. We gotta turn all the way up every day we get a chance to. Oh Nikki no, old as fuck. It really, it really just sounds like it's fun police, so you just gotta make it up to her. Be thoughtful. Okay. Be thoughtful. Get okay. her flowers, make her dinner. Some, You know, I'm oh, not mad at her. I'm not mad at her. I cook dinner every night. I got flowers. Adin, you came to the crib. Those flowers were on the table. It was very nice. Okay, okay. you enabling this behavior, bro. That's what why you she, mean? I would be in a bad mood too if I got dinner every night out of it. <laughs> First of all, you need to lay the law down. No, get the fuck out of here. At the I would y'all would all be pissed if you came home and your and your girlfriend or significant other is laying there slobbering all over her finger and not sucking you off. You no, be pissed I wouldn't off. I just drop my dick right there. That's what I do. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Pull that thing out. Put the thing that she wanted to slobber all over. That's teetering on non-consensual activity. Oh, I'm not 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 I mean, how many times has, has, have you been like, no, she I'm cool? She already sucking on her finger. You're just substituting like a little Me Too lollipop. Boom! Me Too lollipop. Holy oh, shit. This is a real blow pop, oh bro. It's some gum in the middle, too. You look at it. I cannot. I cannot. But that's good to know. Oh that's good to know God. that no one ever okay, objects so to that. Okay, so we need relationship no. advice on this Please. show. All three, of us, all three of us are in relationships. It just sounds like it just sounds like she was salty that she couldn't go out with you, and she felt no, a way that you came home and you didn't you didn't just yeah. you didn't just put your face in it like watermelon on yeah. the Fourth of July. You was playing around with your hands instead. I'd but be pissed how, off too. How was I? I don't even I don't even remember the dream. Yeah, but she was like, sleeping. You can't meet to her in her sleep. Apparently, according to you. <laughs> well, she didn't even try. So according to him, can't even try. Just trying to meet too. All right, we're not. We aren't going to talk about this anymore. This is crazy. <laughs> but yes, I think you're doing the right thing. Keep but doing what you're doing. We want like, relationship advice from you. I don't think you want relationship Why advice. Why not? Andrew, you 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 doing a lot. I am. You got you have you have all the answers. <laughs> no, I don't. I need to get the answers. That's why I'm an active listener. This is true. <laughs> is is this Andrew true? an active listener? Yeah. Yes. Yes, he is. All right. That's so, very impressive. Very so. No, I am That's active. Impressive. So, most men are not active listeners. We're not? No. Yeah. We usually got to say some shit worth listening to. <laughs> You can't be just saying some dumb shit about like what Megan felt today. <laughs> Nobody give a fuck about Megan and her feelings. It's true. You know what I mean, like, that's it's what we fair, were coming at. I mean, some, yeah, but you just sometimes the same way that we gotta pretend to care about half the shit y'all talk about, you gotta pretend to care sometimes. What's too. What you mean? Do <laughs> <laughs> you do. I will gladly on, what trade. What do we talk about this board? Yeah. What do we talk about this board? What do guys say this board? 
The majority of guys don't really have anything to say that's substantial in conversation. That's nah. that's to that's us. Fact. Now, to if us. I, now if I that's say fact. the same thing, hold on, hold on. This is a good us. one. Tell and, us what's boring. And the reason boring. the reason I'm going to say I'm not going to say it's boring because I'm not going to qualify if it's good or bad. Okay. It's just a difference of interest and opinion, right? Okay. Right. Majority of women, most women, yeah. are not really into sports. They don't give a shit about stats. Correct. And y'all correct. that y'all can sit and talk about sports for fucking hours. Yeah, but what happens when end. you bring out that hammer? <laughs> what part of the conversation is that? <laughs> That's usually what ends a conversation. <laughs> Nothing else to say. Y'all done with this small talk? <laughs> Nothing else to say. No more small talk. Problem solved. Problem solved. Oh Is gosh. there a dick beautiful enough that it could just be brought out in mid-conversation you're like, all right, There's no dick beautiful enough Is to shut up a woman. No, I'll tell you that right now. Let me ask her. Let me ask probably ask the woman Is in the room. Is there a dick beautiful? <laughs> no, no. Just imagine the most beautiful dick you ever thought of in your life, Kay. right? It, Matt, you, I know you probably had one, at least one in your oh, life. Oh, I've, seen, was a so co- I've seen a couple that are very well put, very well kept, very okay, well put together. Okay, mm-hmm. now, now imagine. Not it. enough to shut me up, though. What about more? Especially beautiful? when you're mad. Especially about, when I'm mad. What about more beautiful than that? Even more beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Even more beautiful. Like no, just imagine everything no. that makes that dick beautiful. No, and then a little bit more. Listen. And women, women, women who watch this are going to be pissed off that I'm saying this. Uh-huh. We hate to be wrong, right? Even when we, even when we're wrong, we're still going to keep talking, see, right? This is so this it is doesn't where, matter. Ooh, please get it. It really please doesn't matter how beautiful your dick is. I could, we could, I could be completely dead wrong and right. still not shut the fuck up. It's still, it just won't happen. Okay, this is hypothetical. Hypothetically speaking, <laughs> there's no, there's no amount of beauty that a dick is. A, there's, there's no, no amount of no glisten. The world, there's no, no amount of glisten that a dick is going to have that's going to make me okay. shut up. The Nothing. beautiful dick. Comes comes out right okay all right beautiful dick. Glows, you whip it out it glows right oh. right right and it has a song one hand oh, a beautiful cool sense song, it doesn't right? matter yeah. um alexa play bring in the pain <laughs> <laughs> definitely not that's totally okay. did not set the mood for that okay so what if what if what if the dick comes out right mm-hmm. and then the guy just just delicately just taps it twice <laughs> on the top of your head just 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 on the back, just where the where a yarmulke would go, just a, <laughs> just a couple, just a couple little like a little poop poop like that. Like that. Very unholy. What Very would, unholy. <laughs> what, would that change anything? No, it might be unholy, but you finna get on your knees though, ain't you? <laughs> there it is. Hey! What? I was just speaking Hebrew. That was Jew shit. I, yeah, I just went so to a he's, bar mitzvah. He's annoyingly cultured, right? So like, he'll say certain shit that you would not even Time know. Out. Is that a song that, that's accompanied by getting hit in the head with a dick? No, <laughs> it's accompanied by chopping the tip of your dick off. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a feasible outcome if you hit me in the back of the head with a dick. It's a feasible outcome to get, it chopped, to get it chopped off. Okay. Have you, you ever are, wanted a guy to get circumcised and asked him if you would? Um, I don't deal with men that aren't circumcised. Mm. Wow. Uh, uh, Damn, uh, that was a lot of fucking country, Eddie. I am proudly circumcised, thank you. You say you're proudly uncircumcised, Eddie? I am proudly circumcised. Oh, okay. There we go. Is there anybody in here uncircumcised? Stop it. And no one, no one wants to admit no, it right now. No, if they, if they nobody. are, so. I'm circumcised. I'm circumcised. Eden's not circumcised. How would you know that? Cause you wow. showed me your dick. <laughs> <laughs> didn't look. I thought you wouldn't tell anybody. <laughs> no, this dick looked like a blunt. <laughs> Yikes. Like well, I don't dillo. smoke backwards either, so there goes that. Oh, there you go. Damn, <laughs> um, you bougie, son. Extremely, extremely. I'm a singer. They're bad for my voice. Sure. What? This is true. Backwards. Oh, oh, we're talking about- <laughs> no, no. <laughs>
No. I, I, I told you it's Yo, a lie. I, know. I told you it's a lie. I warned you. For your vocal cords, it's hilarious. I mean, I might start to claim that. I might be like, listen, I'm so sorry. Now you got I'm so sorry. Excuse. I really can't. Yo, I can't I'm engage. Crying off that. I okay. can't engage. So, so if a guy had an uncircumcised penis, it would be something that you weren't that attracted to. No, it's like no. Not no. into it. I'm not now, into it. Hypothetically speaking, how would you feel? If a guy didn't like the way your vagina looked, mm. if there was some of your vagina hanging out a little bit like a jellyfish. Wow. <laughs> like a jellyfish? Yeah. Would you feel a little offended that they didn't want to do that? Like the octopus in Finding Nemo. There mm. we go. Just wow. everything everywhere. The shoes on the other foot. And wow. this leads to my question about accountability with women. Wow. We'll yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll get into that. I think that's important. <laughs> how, I think that's how important. How would you feel about um, that? I would be okay. I'm actually Whoa. very confident. I'm very confident in, in the appearance and performance of my vag. I really don't have any insecurities about it. So, I mean, if a guy wow. felt uncomfortable, I'd be like, okay, cool. That's, that's all you, bro. I think somebody else will be okay with it. I, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Just like, I mean, that's and that's the response I would expect for a guy to give yeah. me about, you know. His uncircumcised trying to Trying to wear a hoodie in the pool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what that feels like to me. That's, that's what it means. Wait, so have you, have you ever experienced uncircumcised penis? And does it feel different? Um... Or? I just I, no, just, just the sight of it was just, just not a thing for me. I just couldn't even. It just totally, just yeah, no. It turns the faucet, <laughs> it turns the faucet all the way off. There's Jeez. nothing in for me. Now, have you ever been in a relationship and you were okay with the guy in the relationship dating another girl? No, you would never be okay with that. No. Would would you ever bring another girl into the relationship for like a little threesome action? Um, I think it depends. It depends. Really? Yeah. On? I think it depends. What's the what's the depending the pending um, things? It depends. It depends. <laughs> honestly, it depends on my on on my trust level and transparency with the guy. Okay. Okay. That so would really done be this, what it's Have about. you done this before? Have I had threesomes before? Yes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What was the best? Now, did you go? Hey, we should have a threesome, or did the guy say it? So. Um, I've had, I can, I can reference two experiences. Okay. Um, okay. one best, best threesome experience, honestly, was with two other women and not a guy no at dudes. all. Mm -mm. Women eat, wow. women, women eat pussy better. I'm I sorry. I did not know about this. Oh, about I you. believe this that 100%. Yeah. Yeah, 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 clearly. So, I mean, that's kind <laughs> How of. How did that come about? That's, that's a whole other story. Um. Well, let's start this. This, this is the no, start? No, this no, is no. the place to tell that no, story? No, no, no. We'll leave that, we'll leave that where that is. <laughs> I feel like that's the only story. <laughs> I, I think I no said that story. very beautifully. <laughs> so I would like to know how that happens. I would, because I would like to know how, you it's, know. It was just, it was three single women, experimental, and one, and, and we just, yeah. Who proposed it? Um, one of the other girls. One of the other girls. Did. And how did she say it? What it, What was the line? Um, I don't remember. But we were. I mean, paint a picture for us. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's no, not it's not a. It's not a picture worth painting. Not a picture uh, worth really. painting. Now, was she a? Uh, was she like a very feminine girl like you? Mm -hmm. Was she? Oh. Both were. We so were all really feminine. All mm -hmm. super feminine. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so if if you were with a woman, that's the type of woman you would be into, mm -hmm. not like a dudely. No, if I if I was being into women, it would be a really feminine woman. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Interesting. Yeah. The other one though, I was the girl that was brought in, and it was a relationship situation, and that was really uncomfortable what because happened? she was super into it, and he was he was kind of left out, not left out, but per se, but the energy. Really? So he kind of felt away after, and okay. I felt bad because I I was friends with both of them, and yeah. it was a little bit weird. Ugh. So you're saying during the, the the sex, you and her were doing it more, and he was mm -hmm. like supervising it. 
right? More so. Yeah, that's the worst. Which was, which I mean, he seemed he seemed to be into, it, and then when it was like it was very clear well, there was no room for him just, at all, yeah. it was like, damn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, bro. Yeah, 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 you're just getting cucked out at that point. <laughs> oh, dude, awful. I've been. There. You're just watching <laughs> live porn at that point. Yeah, I've been Have cucked you? out like that with your girl, girl though. No, no, with these these two girls, and they just it was like they were really, and I was. Just I know. What do you? Like, what do you do? What do you do in that moment? This is like just felt like a squirrel. You know what I mean? I was just trying to find a little place to put the dick. You know what I mean? Like, where can I hide this? Where can I hide this? <laughs> I got some dick. I like to hide. <laughs> Anybody need some dick over here? Just destroy your nuts somewhere. That's all. Walking around like a hobo. I got spare dick, spare dick here. Spare dick for anybody. Dick for anybody. <laughs> I, think, I think at one point, like, I just kind of sat down on the bed. Just, just started tweeting shit. Like, I was just like, what are oh, y'all no. done, man? Yeah, they were really into it. That sucks. I just wanted to go to sleep. Oh, my God. That sucks. Yeah. Being a boyfriend, though, is even worse because it's like, oh, dude, I'm with this girl. <sighs> Yeah, you and, now you, and now you feel like and now you feel like there's a bunch of shit you didn't know before You've, you got there. You fucked up a relationship between two friends. Ain't that crazy? I actually uh, didn't. They actually they, they actually they're yeah, married. they stay together. They're I'm not married. Lie. No, no sure. Yeah, they're married. They, they have a baby like, now. I'd, I'd maybe like use that time to get some work done. Because <laughs> <laughs> my girl couldn't be upset at me. She said, "Why aren't we hanging out?" It's like, well, you getting your pussy ate?" I didn't, you know. I mean, so I'm gonna do some emails or whatever. That's you should invite her over weekly. <laughs> yeah, this is like this is perfect house time. This is great. Yes. My books. Yeah. 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 Oh, like, my usually, God. I have to take a shit to do that. But now, <laughs> <laughs> babe, I got a shit again. I take four shits a night. Oh my God. Is that what it takes to get some me time for a guy in a relationship? <laughs> what? No way. Can is that true? No. I'm taking I fake mean, shit. Listen, I got my, a hemorrhoid off of taking fake shit. My girl legitimately gets mad at me when I'm in the bathroom too long because I'll like take the shit and just sit Soak there it and up just get, for a second and just have your moment. That's my office. Moment. Like I'll just I got my moment. phone. I send emails out. Like I got my iPad. I'll do all types of shit. So are you still in there? I'm like, yeah. So you all right? I'm like, yeah. I'm just. Here. That's brilliant. I just be getting in trouble. Bro, use that bathroom, dog. Yeah, There's a reason it stinks. <laughs> so we can have privacy. God built that in. If it smelled good, our girl would be with us in there while we shit. Watching that's that very, shit that's very true. God knew we, we needed some time. You know? That's, I mean, that's a big, you know, threshold in a relationship too. When you're just like watching each other shit. Yeah. I know. I ain't. I ain't crossed. No, I'm that not gonna watch. You haven't crossed that. I ain't crossed that. Seriously? No. Has she watched you? No. Why? No. Oh he, my god! Like, now you know what they do eat Indian food, bro. I don't know if you want to be <laughs> around saying, that. That's shit, a different, <laughs> valid, that's a, yo, that's a valid, valid. That's a valid point. Bro, it's a different I don't level. Walk in there and smell that, bro. How yeah, long have you been bro. with your girl though, and then and and that not be a thing? Almost four years. And you've four never years? been in the bathroom. Even, neither one of y'all. No, been in the bathroom? why would we do that to each other? Why what about not? Pee? You ever hear her pee stream? Oh, pee, I don't mind. But do you hear okay. the stream? That shit is strong. strong. Son. That shit is strong. No, be strong, bro. That shit is. When I gotta follow my girl in there, I be pushing so hard just I'm to like, like try to catch you. Like you gotta you compete. Gotta, you have more bass than me. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing a show and she's a hungry middle. You know what I mean? Just crushing in front of me. Wow. Bladder strong as shit, bro. It's even a pissing contest when it's a pissing contest. No, I'm learning a lot. That stream is different, dog. That stream is different. Nah, but you gotta watch the Ghostbusters could shoot that shit out of their guns. The proton no, pack. No, <laughs> yo, Willis bladder is a fucking proton pack, dog. Real talk, don't cross the trees, man. Oh my gosh, Jesus. but you gotta watch your girl shit. Like you have to. Nah, no, that no, has no, to be no, a thing. I ain't watching my girl. You shit, have to. Though. You've done that? Yes. I watched my girl shit like yesterday. He about to watch her have a baby. She about to shit out a baby. Yeah, so yeah, like, facts, like, bro. she might take a shit while she's having yeah. a baby. Yeah, so yeah. You, yeah you she told me ready. about that. She was it like, it's be gonna be really. Apparently, that's that's why you stand stand at the head of the bed. Nah, I want to see. I want to see all of it. No, you don't. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Experience. I'm telling you, I want the whole experience. My first one. You I want seen all that? You seen childbirth? Uh, on YouTube. 
But like, I haven't been in a room to see the childbirth. No. I've been in a room. It's the it's it's the most vile <laughs> shit I've ever seen in my life. Bro, son. you don't want to look because you want to still find your girl one hundred percent. I still will. Yeah. You and know what? The, the baby because I'm fucked up like that. Like the strength that that takes like turns me on even more. Oh, get the fuck out I swear of here, liar! I swear to God, Kaz bro. Is so Kaz, in, Kaz, Kaz is so house. in love with I his swear girl to God, that, bro. that he's he's totally okay watching I'm her shit and that baby at the same time. Dead ass. I'm known this girl for sixteen years, bro. That's like high he's school. He's trying to get out the doghouse. I mean, I'm already out of it, but you know. Man, you ain't out of I was hoping. I was hoping somebody would give me some help. Thanks a lot. Yo, we were here for you. We're asking, you know, our relationship. I said, yeah, person. you're a good We're boyfriend. asking about threesomes that had nothing oh, no. to do with Cass. <laughs> we so were done clear. with Cass. No, just so to be fair. Just so we're clear. Before he that, is having sex with his pregnant <laughs> girl. <laughs> we're not, what we're not going to talk about right now. <laughs> what we're not going to do. What we're not going to do. I'll tell you this. All right, the, we have the line, right? That's it, right there. We're, just, we're, we're staying. We're staying right back I'm just here. Saying, no, I, no, I, no, 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 no. I will flip this table right now. Why? I will flip this table right now. You know who else is probably upset is your fuck, baby fuck. having to feel his dad's dick all up in his mom. I think we should take this out while this is. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, because that's gonna be. It was fucking, so this is what the baby the feels constantly. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, you guys! Talk about oh, consent. Consent is important. Consent is important. See. It is. Let's talk about music. We'll talk about some music. <laughs> so what is what is? <laughs> no, well, I'm, I first met Bridget uh, several years ago. Yeah, yeah. When you were having a threesome with your girlfriend, <laughs> she made you sit there like a punk. Watch. That's where you learned how to lick your fingers. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh gosh! Anyway, I met Bridget several years ago. You think that's why uh, babies suck their thumbs because they're yo, traumatized from dad <laughs> fucking shut the fuck up, Months, months. Kaz is probably huge too. That's oh, you gotta so, be somebody careful, sent us. Dog. Somebody sent us. Hey, a, uh, you gotta be careful, Kaz. You remember that. somebody sent us Kaz's dick print? Oh, dude, yeah, they sent it, your dick print. Oh yeah, I saw that shit was as big as soft, yeah. but it was massive, yo. dog. You gotta be careful, dog. You gotta be careful. There's nothing that could. Nothing's gonna hurt that. That shit was a bro. French baguette. You bought Kaz's dick at Trader Joe's. To be son. fair, it was more of a pumpernickel bag. You bought Kaz's dick at Trader Joe's. More of a multi grain, yeah. I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100. A honey oats. Okay, so. Oh, fuck. Okay. Not honey oats. Not honey oats. Not honey oats. Not like that one filling. From Subway? Filling? Yeah. Nice brown. Okay, so. So, yes. Outside of concern. You know, for like safety issues. <laughs> Where I do want to get back to to music. Yes. Oh, now, okay. you have a a single that's coming out. Mm-hmm. When you when you release this single, mm-hmm. can you do me a favor? Sure. Can you just release every song as a single and be the f- the second artist to do that with great success? I mean, that's what Takashi did, right? He would just release single every month. The album, who cares? Just release the single every month. Make it a thing. Mm. Make it something that we look at. Make it something we want to digest. Something we're looking forward to. Why the whole album? Well, I'm not doing a whole album. I'm doing an EP. How many is that? Five. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Nice. But still, why and, not? And the single is one of the five. So technically, there's only four more that come after that. And we're doing a short film around the around it. So it's just so there's a be this bigger cool project video. with this. Well, yeah. It's just gonna. It'll be a visual that covers all the songs, and then this actual EP, and then I'll do another EP in like a couple months. Nice, nice. So nice. it'll be like okay. five songs, four or five, four. You just we just keep dropping little things that go. So constant content. Love constant, that. Constant, constant. Okay, music yes. videos for these or no? Yeah. Does the music video 
There was a time where the music video dropped off in popularity. Now it almost feels like with YouTube and Vivo, mm -hmm. did Instagram uh, TV, Instagram TV, <clears throat> did a YouTube, did a a video can promote a song again. I think there was yeah. a time where it was meaningless, right? And now I think because directors got lazy after a while. Well, the budgets went down. The budgets, went, the budgets down. went down because you were able to film stuff on like an iPhone because right. people could make videos yeah. on an iPhone. Just right. put on World Star and just because yeah. well, yeah, everybody, everybody, everybody got MTV. creative. And no I don't one's... think the industry realized Vivo was going to be a big thing or YouTube was going right. to be the big thing. Right. right. So they were like, we're not spending money on this. Right. Makes so sense. now they now they do like your company, your record label, or whatever it is, mm -hmm. is like, hey, this is an important part of the rollout. Um, because I'm doing an EP, I feel like I wanted to. I mean, we're doing we're doing literally just one long form video with all the songs in the video. Ooh. Oh, okay. So like, yeah. So nice, be like a short film. Nice, so it'll just nice. be like a consistent story. And I mean, it's it's for me, it's nostalgic with a lot of different videos that I love from when I was a you know a teenager and like, a kid. So, like Ava Marie, why don't we fall in love? Ah. One of my favorite videos. And Kelly, Kelly Rowland and oh Nelly's Dilemma. You know what I mean? Like, there's some Hello. cute little. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, it was just like it's some cute, romantic, fun, sexy summer shit. So that's, oh, wait, wait. that's uh, the vibe. See you. There it is. Love <laughs> <laughs> you. Wait, wait, wait. For, for me, yes. when you do this video, mm -hmm. there's a part when Kelly Rowland mm -hmm. is trying to text Nelly through an Excel spreadsheet. And she gets mad. I remember that. <laughs> that was mad when she doesn't take yes. it back. Please keep that scene in the video. I'm just so <laughs> mad that we Is don't have already? sidekicks anymore. Oh, no, that really would have been the ultimate to like flip. Remember the sidekicks? Yeah, get, like, get one. You got a budget, and then you get a sidekick. I have to somewhere. find one. Go to Connecticut. They got them still up there. Or <laughs> <laughs> like Hartford. They still New Haven. I guarantee you, New Haven outside of Yale, they're like a good like twenty outside of Yale. Yeah, and I'm bougie. Yo, now he's Indian. That's like they're fucking school. Disneyland. That's <laughs> from. <laughs> that's from my girl. That's where I was born. Yale, duh. Hogwarts. We're going to Hogwarts on family vacation. That's our Hogwarts. It's Hogwarts. Oh, man. Okay, now, so you release it. Go. Yes. So like, well, like I was saying before, I met you several years ago. Yes. When you were singing with Jay-Z. Yeah. For Empire State of Mind. Mm -hmm. when, when, you know, if Alicia Keys wasn't there. We're coming up on 10 there. years since Almost then. Almost 10 years since then. Yeah. Almost 10 years since the Yankees last won a World, World Series. Series. Yes, so, I know. So just tell me a little bit about that experience, because I think that kind of like first <sighs> like got you to the, to the you know, outside world and like people kind of starting to notice you. And it was kind of fucked, honestly. Really? Um, wow. Because, because for that to be my first, like my first experience, my first show ever as an artist was at Madison Square Garden wow. with Jay-Z. Oh, so you're spoiled, you think? So you came out the gate like it's gonna be like this all the time, right? I was like, <laughs> I had my own, went on tour, got yeah. to, you know what I mean? And it was, it was a priceless experience, really incredible memories. Um, and I love, I mean, I love all those guys still. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it set the bar really, really high. So it's kind of <laughs> like for that to be my first show, it's like, am I ever? You know, most artists, most artists want to get to a place where they're they're constantly topping everything that they're doing. Yeah, never gonna top that. Wow. So it was like, okay, well, but you could headline it. Yeah, yeah, of course. That well, that's, I mean, top. that's always the goal. But I think in my mind, like for me to have for my career to have started so backwards that way, it was kind of like, damn, okay, well, it gave me something to look forward to, but also kind of like, it, it did spoil me a little bit. Was it shitty to go back to much smaller venues? No, I actually enjoy smaller venues. I enjoyed smaller venues more than I did bigger venues because really? it's intimate. Well, I mean, I'm, I mean, yeah, it's more intimacy, but I, and, I'm, and I'm a singer too. If I was a rapper, maybe it'd be a little different. But being a singer, it's like you actually get to see people's faces. You get to see which songs people respond to more. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, and, and you know, it's doing R&B music is always about like 
it's always about relationship shit anyway so it's easy when there's women in the crowd everybody everyone's just like connected everybody's vibing everybody's in their feelings uh, so it's a great intimate now, crowds are definitely the, the when, move when you're doing a a, a live show mm-hmm. will you do songs from other artists as well in yeah. your set mm-hmm. and that's pretty common yeah do those artists ever feel a way about that or is that completely accepted in in music covering another artist's song I think if you do it during a live show like in a transition so like my band and I will will transition from my song into another song and then back into like I have a song called In the Gray and the same it's the same chords like the the melody is the same as Music Soul Child's Just Friends mm-hmm. so it's easy for me to transition into that song and then I go back into my song so in a live set it kind of feels like we just kind of did it on the fly like we gives like a jam session vibe I mean I would never record it and put it out that way so most I mean most most artists don't care they kind of they're, they're flattered and honored when you pay homage in a way that's live and you do it well interesting mm-hmm. yeah, most I was artists curious about that some artists don't some artists take it personally but I mean Nobody's ever taken anything I've done personally. Wait, some artists will be like, hey, don't play my songs during Well, I mean, set. I think um, <clears throat> LMA got mad at, at Jacquees like, about that. LMA yeah. Thing when, like, Jacquees put out the... Uh, the, the- the remix trippin', for Trippin', trippin'. yeah, yeah which, did. which was really dope, honestly. Yeah, it, was, it was actually a really dope remix. It was um, a great remix. She, LMA she was didn't, like, nah. she didn't really appreciate it. So. <laughs> why do you think? Why? why I mean, for a while, that? like it kind of did better than her version oh. <laughs> for a long time. Yeah, so I mean, it made it made it brought more attention to her version. Exactly, um, exactly. But she, she might have been a one hit wonder if it wasn't for that. Though she wasn't thrilled by it. So. Thanks. Yeah. Really? So that was, but that's honestly, that's the first time I've ever seen an artist respond or react like that. Usually it's like, okay, well, screw it. We're all here. Let's make a remix out of it so we can get to the bag. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Ah. But that ended up not being the case. So. And what happens with remixes? Like, if you remix a song and you put it out, mm-hmm. but you're not the official remix... Like, was there revenue there, or I think that they, they there split could it, be, right? but that's why they. But it, if it's not an official, that was part of the argument too. With LMA was was kind of she was annoyed because he was promoting the song, he was promoting his version of the song, uh, and obviously he didn't, you know, he did he didn't pay the producer for the track. The pr- production budget came out of her budget, so it was kind of like she had right. she had done she had done her work, done the groundwork to to secure her her record, and then somebody kind of came along and piggybacked on. A song that already existed, and tried and you to can like tour on the records like that. Yeah, like, you don't even need to, you know, make the music technically streaming it, but right. you can still hit clubs and hit right because that those are and... those are records that that's, that play that play in the club. Yeah. So it's kind of you know he he was able to go he could go he could go anywhere in the club and 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 sing his version of her song and make make money and that's like. That's that's yeah that's a little controversial. I mean, for yeah. comedians, it's almost it's well, kind of like you could never do that. You know, yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's probably why I asked. But you yeah. could never yeah. do like you'd be out the business. Yeah. Um, and then the other comedians not going to come up to you, yeah, like, hey, no. let's go go on tour together. I mean, like, that's no. yeah, it's what happened to Mencia. Yeah, right. that's what happened to Mencia, and then really? then Joe Rogan like approached him on stage because comics are the biggest gangsters in, in entertainment. <laughs> did you know we're the biggest gangsters in entertainment? I did not. Now I know. We are. Okay. We're the biggest gangsters in all of entertainment. It used to be rappers, but they're all soft now. They're, they get offended by jokes. So. <laughs> Most people get offended by jokes. Yeah. Everybody's too sensitive now. Yo, you know now. who doesn't? Everybody's too sensitive. You know sensitive. who doesn't? Comics. Because we're the biggest gangsters in entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> we're so gangster, though, when you think about it. God damn. It's true, because you can really, like, yeah, you got to have you gotta have thick skin to be able to make jokes about other people that probably don't have thick skin. Facts. Y'all be th- have thick skin to... 
even just do this show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is a show that you got to be that you got to have thick skin. Yeah, he was reading death threats today before he got here. Oh, you get death threats oh, dude, all the time. Why? <laughs> Part of the game all the time. Who makes death threats? Who makes death threats to you? Uh, and your just... Birkenstocks. I'm so confused. <laughs> if they you only knew. <laughs> you got to perform in the Burks. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, what what is these this days? Is a vibe. These no, days? this is such a vibe. One of these days, I'm definitely gonna do it. Now I'm getting ready for Japan, yo. Oh, hence the is this a silk shirt? that we got going on I'm not sure what this is but it's it's, a, I feel like it's Japanese it's a, vibes it's, it is like with the Burks it's Japanese vibes nice okay. you know what I mean mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean I, I'm, I'm, what no I had to clear something out of my throat call it cum <laughs> <laughs> yikes <laughs> oh okay. my god you uh, should probably read some ads I wasn't no we will I wasn't I wasn't gonna tell the story okay but um, I will tell it in defense of you know, we were talking about how people are so offended by jokes, and yeah. so it's very easy. And I was not going to share, but I will say, recently I did a joke about uh, Drake, Okay. right? And I was saying that the reason why Kawhi Leonard went to play for the Clippers in L.A. Uh, is because Drake was the one telling him to stay. And it's like, Drake can't convince Drake to stay. And I said, like, Drake doesn't care about uh, Toronto. I said, the only six he's holding down is his baby mama. That was the joke. <laughs> right. Good joke. Now, Great good fucking joke. joke. Now, yeah. Yikes. You go yikes. But I mean, it's funny. It's not it's like... funny, right? It's now, not... Absolutely. It's a funny joke. It's whatever. Last night, mm-hmm. Drake DMs me with a laughing face, a tear face, <laughs> and then goes, well played. And from the, and immediately, I'd always thought that Drake had a good sense of humor. He was willing to like laugh at himself, mm-hmm. and like like you were even saying with the Chris Brown yeah. video and everything like that. But in that moment, I was like, oh, that's why you are... 10 steps ahead of everybody here. Yeah. Always. You're 10 steps ahead. Because always. How many rappers, if I made that joke about them, would be like, yo, when you come to my city, it's <laughs> We've already on. had that. When you come to, <laughs> so. I can't go to Somalia. If I go to Somalia, you know, but, like, but it's like, how many, and, and he understood that it was a joke. Yeah. Didn't get, and now, as like a comic, I'm like, Oh, he's a good guy. He's a good sport. He's a good sport. Yeah. I gotta like him now. <laughs> I, I hated Drake until 12 hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> now I can't. You I wanna. That's a comic. I wanna. Yeah. I was, when you were Why talking you about the video, him? I was so ready to hate. Yeah. Why do you hate Drake? Why did you hate Drake until 12 hours ago? I actually had a bit that I used to do where I was like, I like living vicariously through rappers. I okay. can live vicariously through DMX. He's robbing motherfuckers. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fucking everybody, smoking crack. These are all things I wish I could do, smoking but don't. Crack. You know what I mean? And I said, Drake. You can still smoke crack. I could, want. but it ain't worth it. D did that for me. <laughs> D did that. So hopefully, so hopefully I'm going to go, go through, through that. that. <laughs> but oh Drake is just like this light skinned light skin dude who's heartbroken all the time. I can't live vicariously through him. I am him. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's too relatable. <laughs> it's this, this it's man too relatable. It's the same motherfucker. Yeah. He mirrors hear me. He mirrors all your <laughs> yeah. shit. I can't watch this. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. No, I completely understand. But That's it was point. interesting to see. I think. I mean, I think. I think a lot of rappers are, are trying to. At least the new, the new age rappers are trying to not take things so personally. I think. I think the baby is a good example of a new rapper he's that doesn't best. take. But anything he's still gonna knock you out. Yeah. He'll still knock you out, but he's down to laugh at, at really funny shit. He's not, he doesn't take himself that seriously. I mean. But he, he set that bar already by he, knocking people out. Right. 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 So it's like, you're going to get <laughs> So it's crazy like, we can laugh, it. but yeah, if you, yeah. I mean, but yeah, but that was like somebody that was really antagonizing him. Like that's people fair. really. And, and the guy antagonizing really harassed, wasn't doing like, it as jokes. He was actually. He, right. It's real. a weird thing so now that rappers it. kind of have to have a sense of humor or like they, they have, have to. Yeah. Well, yo. So there's a couple, right? So like you look at Lil Uzi Vert. Right? right, he's someone I've always looked at. Like, mm. 
this guy has a great sense of humor. He knows yeah. exactly what he's playing into. Right. He knows exactly the sensibilities he's tickling. Yeah. You got um. Uh, what's it Tyler called? Tyler created? as well, and even uh, oh, the flex free stuff. Can we talk about that. We haven't bit? spoken about that. We haven't talk, spoken about that. <clears throat> oh my god! No, did yes. you see this? No, you didn't see you that. You haven't the seen the this. Tyler flex oh, my, yeah, yeah, oh yes, yeah, no, I did on, yes. on flex. Yes, 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 yes I did. <laughs> and he was saying a bunch of gay shit. He was saying a lot of gay shit the whole time. Like. We call that white boy fun. This is something that we've been doing for about twenty years. Yeah, like white maybe maybe a little bit longer than twenty years. We love it. We love some good gay jokes. But we love it. But you know, Tyler. He is he has appropriated this from us, which we're okay with. Um, <laughs> but he has done it in such a brilliant way, and he's playing off of the severe homophobia yeah. that a guy like Funk Flex has, right? So like, Funk Flex was so homophobic that he couldn't even entertain a hypothetical situation. <laughs> In a rap, he, Tyler in goes a freestyle, in right. a freestyle. Right? He goes, "Me and Flex looking for some buff, big neck, looking through the index for oh, some hot butt sex, something <laughs> some like that." No, like no, that. some buff dude. He some said, buff dudes for some hot butt, butt sex." sex. Yeah, and yeah. then, and then Flex goes, "Whoa, whoa!" whoa. <laughs> <laughs> rather than, rather meant, than laugh, rather yeah. than laugh, like he could have just right. He could have just that's the that genius off. of Drake, yeah. right? Yeah. And Drake would have laughed at it. Yeah. Drake would, you know what I mean? Like, Drake would, you got an index of those dudes? Like, yeah. <laughs> right. Or whoever else understands that. It's they would have leaned into it. And I love that Tyler's exposing it. And I love that Tyler's, like, making that humor cool for a bunch of younger kids who probably don't harbor the same homophobic sentiment. Right. That, like, maybe their parents are, like, the rappers they might have looked up to. Right. Because Tyler had the number one album. Yeah. And his album is actually really fantastic. Cali, like yeah. so, he has the youth. Maybe you don't hear it on the airways, but he got the youth. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, that's why he did Hot ninety seven. Like for for years. Yeah. He was so against like doing anything with Flex, doing anything with like Hot ninety seven. Like he didn't want to do anything with any of the OGs at all. None of that shit. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why? So like that. I mean, because they didn't get his gay jokes, son. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I, I don't know the exact reason, but like he, he kind of seems like a DIY type of dude. So yeah. like he was much more like reaching the youth, like kind of doing. Well, he wanted yeah, he wanted to do the grassroots shit himself. Yeah. I mean, he really the the the, the mind blowing out. the mind blowing factor for me was festivals. Seeing yes. him at festivals and yeah. watching how crazy kids go whenever Nuts. he comes on stage, it was like, okay, this kid's a star. Even if we don't know any, I don't, I couldn't and before this album, I could not name one Tyler the Creator song. Mm. I still I not only know that that one. The no, I'm a fan. I love Igor. I love Igor. I'm here for I'm here yes. for all of it. The video and for all Nigerians. The so. video where he like ate the the fucking bugs or whatever like wild ass. I remember that when he ate the cockroach and then throw it up that. that was nuts yeah. I was like yeah. nope I'm cool I'll pass and now <laughs> it just wasn't my style back then but I like I like the shit he's doing now it's musical it's cool it's creative yeah, I think man. confidence is the new confidence is the new gimmick yeah whatever like, you do just do whatever you do just be shit. right whatever you do yeah. just own your shit like who's gonna tell you anything like the, like, like the baby could, could probably make the same fucking jokes and there's not one person in the room that's gonna square up with him and be like yeah. nah son that was gay that was it's the same like, with Young Thug like, right Young wearing, Thug came out in the dress I love it he was and, wearing dresses around he, because he had a, a fucking uh, a his Uzi entire his album cover his album cover was like him in like a southern belt gown like that was nobody's the gonna, yeah. Nobody's gonna call, nobody's gonna make fun of a dude wearing a dress because underneath the dress he would always keep like a fucking right. guns a size a little bow wow. Like that's what he would keep underneath the dress. Every time that's he why wore. he wore the dress. That's why he would wear. It. Yes. Yeah. What about a trench coat? <laughs> no, that's dress. very a, a, trench, a trench coat definitely says serial killer though. Facts. Yo, and you check a dude with a trench coat if you're a cop. That is if you're a cop and you see a black dude in with a, a in fucking a dress? sundress on, <laughs> no, I'm not. 
patting you down. <laughs> you might enjoy that like, a little right too ahead, much. Sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a lovely day. Wow. You go right ahead, miss. <laughs> right. Hey, let's pay. We got to pay some pay bills some for bills. a second. Will you okay. hang out with us for a minute? Or yeah, do you let's pay bills. Run? No, let's pay bills. I like okay. pay bills. Are we paying my bills too or just also, your bills? Also yours, of course. Also, now, great. guys, if you're listening to this right now, that means that this podcast is now available on Audio Mac. Audio Mac, that's A-U-D-I-O-M-A-C-K, is the free music and podcast streaming app that lets you stream and download the hottest albums, mixtapes, songs, playlists, and podcasts, along with Audio Mac exclusives. Are you going to be on Audio Mac? You better be when you drop this album. I, I better be. You better be. Discover the best new songs by browsing the trending page. Check out the library of carefully curated playlists. There's there's one for every mood. I'm telling you, the game right now is going to be in curation and playlists, and that's not only for music, that's not only for podcasts, that's for comedy, for everything. It's all about the playlists. There's so much content out there. We need a way to weed through it and make sense of it. And the people who will win, the people who create the best playlists will be the people that we are drawn to. So mm. the, the DJs, your game is going to be outside of live experiences. Your game and your equity is going to be built in creating these playlists for these different uh, networks or like streaming apps. Anyway, take your favorite songs and podcasts offline to save your data. I love that. I love that fact that you can actually keep the songs. So you don't have to be streaming the whole time. Audio Mac is here to move music forward. Available now on the App Store and Google Play. Go check out Audio Mac. Now we are back to now we're the back show. paying bills. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Um, yo. So how long are you in the city for? How long we got you? I am here for two and a half more weeks. My my EP drops on the 16th. My single drops on Friday. So I'm really excited about that. It's called Lucky You. It's kind of cool. Can you sing some of it for us? No, I can play it. Yeah, we can play it. I feel like trouble? we had it. I feel like we sent it to you. I feel not, like yeah. we sent well, it to you. Well, we might get flagged if we yeah, play it. Yeah, we might get flagged. Will you get flagged? Yeah, you yeah. know how YouTube does. Like, if you put what songs the on, fuck? Like, it and all that type that's of That's actually oh, a, that's a conflict of interest because you want people to. Right, right that's silly. Huh. It's a weird, I guess, glitch in the algorithm like that. But okay, yeah. can I ask you, okay. what is the music for activity-wise? I was I was with a guy named Paul Wall, the rapper. Yeah, he said he makes he makes music for driving. He's in these yeah. driving clubs, and he that's what he tries to create. Me too. There. So you make me for driving. Yeah, interesting. That's how I test all my records. I play them in the car. So you put the album on. Mm -hmm. You take a drive, mm -hmm. and if you're vibing to it, it's the right it's the right thing. Uh huh. So you're not making a club banger, so to say. I don't make anything with the intention of being the club banger. Mm. I can see that. That's never the I can goal. It's never yeah, the goal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, each project has been different, right? So I released a full length album last year, and that was like me, just like word vomit therapy, emotional shit, closure, moving on to the next chapters of life, and that was great. But mm -hmm. that wasn't like that wasn't like a very purpose driven project. This project for me, I'm, it's called the Great Escape because it's literally every single song I'm driving somewhere. In the with the with with each song, when I was like making the records, I was like, okay, first song, I'm, I can imagine I'm on the West Side Highway. Second song, okay, I'm on the PCH. Okay, third song, I'm on a rooftop, and then we get in a, we get in an Uber and we're all drunk hanging out the Uber. There's always something that that would bring it back to a ride in a car. Always driving music. I make music for the car because, and I think that's a smart thing is because most people are going to be listening to your music in the car. I mean, yeah. if they have to listen, maybe at the gym as well, but that's a different vibe. Yep. And obviously the club, but how often are you going to the club? Once a week, right. tops? Right. You're driving every day. Yeah. Plain and simple. Yeah. Or you're on the train or you're in transit. That Maybe that's, maybe that's a you better way to put it. You make music for people that are in transit, that are always moving. Now, there are some people mm -hmm. that make music for love making. Okay. 
And I will compliment them in this way. What they make sure is that each song transitioning to the next isn't that stark a difference. Yeah. Right? Have you... Yeah. Notice hit, that hit too. Skip. I don't want to hit skip. During I'm love making, it's, it's got to yeah. flow. It's, it's got to beginning, beginning to end. I don't want to skip anything. Because mm. I yeah. can only imagine what it's like to last two songs, right? But <laughs> for those of the people that do, that would suck if it was like R&B, then like metal or whatever. The right. It's a five song EP. You don't make it through the five songs. It's no, like, well, with, with this with this project, <laughs> all five songs are upbeat. They just, they all have a different vibe, but every mm. single one of them it makes you it makes you want to move so whether you're walking around you could be one of the songs you can be cleaning the house to one of the songs you can, it, it's just about it's about movement the whole this project every song is about movement I, I want to listen to your music uh, well I sent it to Eden so do you have a page yeah what's your YouTube yeah. page or Vivo page or whatever that is Um, it's Bridget Kelly Music Bridget Kelly Music oh there's the single whoa, whoa. there it is, that, there it is. fucked up or what I think if we talk over it we'll be fine no 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 no, no. we cannot risk it sorry but uh, no, what we could do is play it. it off of because it's a direct feed that's a direct feed no, gotcha no, no. I'm, I'm only playing it from the speaker not like through our actual recording you guys choose no, we can't risk it. No, sorry. Don't, don't risk it. Don't risk it. I want to. Then we have to scrap it. a whole no, we can, episode. No, we can totally. No, we can, no, we're not going. We're not even going to do that because then nobody gets bills paid. So. There we go. Facts. facts. Can't uh, hold up the bag. Should we toss some deportes. Yeah, absolutely. Now, how long do we have Ooh, you here for? As long as you need me. Okay. All right. Let's get into it. Okay. Can, can, can we? I'd like to start with one story. Let's go for it. Oh, do you have to? You have to go. Oh, where do we have to go? Do we? Do we got time? Do we got like a half hour? No, no, it's well. We're gonna be here for a little bit, so if you guys gotta go, this is probably the perfect time to to cut. Okay. Right. Yeah. All right. well, and we won't feel anyway because we're very grateful for your time. Well, see, I'll, I'll sit here. I'll sit here and talk all day, but I mean, <laughs> but they're mom, ready to yeah, go. Yeah. Just you know, totally mom, mom. Okay. Warden and PO. I want to say my mom. Warden and PO are like, uh, <laughs> time get to wrap the hell out of here. All right. <laughs> we just we just want to pick. Ed and can you take a pick maybe while we're all sitting down, or you Please? got one right now, and then we're gonna let them get out of here. And we're gonna talk these words. So hot. I know. I know. I know. And, I, and Gia was like, maybe you should bring a sweater in case the AC is Hell on. I was no. like, maybe. AC ain't on. They don't pay for AC here. It's weirdly yeah. made us our episodes the wildest, Ready? though. Facts. <laughs> and we're taking a picture while recording the podcast. So I will talk. Because. We should talk. All right. What do we want to get into? Thank you so much for coming. We Thank appreciate you. you. Tell them where they can get you. Tell them where they can get you. Go, go, go. It's at I am Bridget Kelly literally on everything Twitter and Instagram. And the letters I am or I am. I am. I, I am. Got it. Bridget Kelly. Perfect. Bridget 1T. No E. Yo, go support Bridget Kelly. Throw some assholes under her uh, under her pictures. This is the asshole. We're the asshole army. I love it. We see a lot of these in your Instagram comments in the next couple days. Asshole army. Please leave asshole army comments. Be respectful in the comments. Disrespectful in the DMs. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Thank you so much, bro. Thanks, guys. See you guys later. You got somewhere to go, but. Thank you. Okay. Thank Let's, you guys so much. Thank you very much. Mm. Appreciate you. You guys are awesome. We're going to keep rolling. All right. Um, guys, we need to talk about Jeremy Lin because Ooh. it really bothered me. It really fucking bothered me. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Lin, for those of you guys who don't know, um, had a press conference about how he can't get a an offer this off season his rock bottom keeps getting more rock bottom let's let's says. okay let me let me just tell you why this pisses me off for so <laughs> many different fucking reasons okay mm-hmm. first of all you're a devout christian he's a devout christian this is true 
while life is good and he's getting multi-million dollar paydays, he's getting on teams, he's traveling the world, he's as represented for Chinese people, everything happens for a reason, guys. Have faith. Don't worry about it. You got to do it and it's supposed to be good. One year after you won a fucking world championship. Three months. After you've been literally injured every season for the last six years. Mm-hmm. You've had to take time off minimum for the last six years. Mm-hmm. Take some sort of time off. You win a fucking championship. And now it's my rock bottom. Might not be able to get more rock bottom. I wish The Rock came out and rock bottom and right on that fucking press conference. You're Chinese. You know you have family members shitting into the ground. Okay? That's rock bottom. Right? Like you've seen with your own eyes what rock bottom is. To call your life, to describe it in any way as rock bottom, you should be slapped in your face. You should be slapped in your fucking face. The audacity, the arrogance to go up there and and use the word rock bottom. Heroin addicts use rock bottom <laughs> for when they're sucking cocks for heroin. That's rock bottom. Go to an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. They'll talk about the selling their house so they could drink alcohol was their rock bottom. Your rock bottom is having $50 million in the bank and you can't play basketball anymore. Oh, way more than that. Guys, I I, I couldn't believe it. I I, I thought he got cancer. I swear to God. When I I just saw the video and he was crying, I was like, he must have cancer. He must have something so, so horrifying. You know whose fault it is? It's our fault. Why? It's our fault. It's Knicks fans' fault. Why? Because we, we gave him Lin Sanity? Monster. <laughs> we created this monster. He's been living. And, and mind you, I get it. If you're an athlete, when you're at the end of the road and you know it's over, you can be emotional. I get it. And especially as famous as he is, I can understand that being like shitty or whatever. But. But describing his rock. That's my. It was has, the description. He has been living an NBA lifestyle over two weeks of good basketball for the past seven years. It was such a magical two weeks. It was though. so magical. It was great. It was the best Guys. thing that happened to me in my adult Nick fan life. <laughs> it was which great. Which is fucking terrible. It to was think great. About. I, and and oh, if, he, if, if he was up there crying, Kaz, and he was and he was saying, honestly, I'm I'm just so grateful that I've had the opportunity. And if I don't play on another NBA team, you know it's what? It's been a hell of a ride. It's been a hell of a ride. I would look at you as the consummate professional. I'm like, mm-hmm. here's a guy who seemed to be a good teammate and he was a good sport everywhere he went and you know, he actually got a championship. What an amazing career. Let's write an art, a 30 for 30 documentary. I don't give a fuck what it is. Go play in China. You know you're going to become the most famous basketball player in China he now. He is. He still well, is. He already is. He's, He's going to go, right? I. But the fact that you said it seems like my rock bottom, three months after a championship. One, really. What? One. I'm sorry, one month after a championship, you said that your, your rock bottom... Keeps getting more rock bottom. I don't even know the sentence that he said. Rock bottom keeps getting lower, I think. Yeah. I could not. Someone should have pushed him off NBA, that podium. It feels like the NBA gave up on me. They don't believe in me. Your body gave up on you. <laughs> you can't stay healthy. You cannot stay healthy for a season. And even healthy Jeremy Lin, is he one of the 430 best player basketball players in the world? Good backup point guard. Good backup Is he point one of, yes. the four, one of the 430 best basketball players on earth yes. right yes. now? Yes, Healthy Jeremy Lin, yes. I don't know. Healthy? Healthy yeah. Jeremy Lin, yeah. Yeah. He is. Listen. He is. 
One hundred percent. I can find I can find a good two hundred point guards right now better than. But you can't find two hundred point guards that are going to have the game IQ and the teammate ship or whatever you call that. I give you that. I give you. You're that. not going to find. You're going to find more no, skilled guys who can get buckets. More skills, but yeah. you're not going to find guys who will the entire season get up every timeout, high five everybody, really be a part of the fabric of that team, be genuinely good guys. And like we've always said on this show, culture guys are valuable. But let me. Yeah. But here, here's my thing. Let me shake the table a little bit. Okay. Does it all come off a little phony now? If that's if he's thinking this is rock bottom, knowing oh. he's one of the most famous at despite being Son. average at best, be at his, at his peak being average at best. I mean, I, I I just I think it's so phony, especially with the Christian stuff that he's been pushing this whole time. It's like you either be about it or don't, but don't the second you have a little bit of hardship. You went to fucking Harvard. <laughs> Like you whiny little bitch, you 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 achieved your parents' dream and your dream. You know how hard that is as an Asian American to make your parents happy and you and happy at the same time. You check Harvard off so you can go to fucking Thanksgiving, and then you went to play basketball. You got everything you possibly wanted in life. You got everything, and you dare describe that as rock bottom. Tens of millions of dollars. Tens of millions of global fame. Could, if he really wants to play basketball, he could be... He, you know how big Marbury is in fucking China? He will make Marbury look like a fucking oh pedestrian if he goes there and, and goes to the Chinese Basketball League and cooks. And he'll cook over there. He'll go over there and average like 30 and be a megastar for them. Son, I, I it's, just... It's, I, we need to sit down and talk it makes with him. Me, it makes me... It makes me... I'm sorry to say it. Kind of makes me respect Carmelo Anthony that much more. Oh boy, we always got to bring it back. I yes, know. it if, does. If we, we did, got, we don't have to. We could, we could segue away more. from it. Segway. It respects. Okay. It, re- it makes me respect them more. I hear you. I respect it. Don't care. Now, uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Go, Akash. Go. Uh, yo, have you seen the video of Ben? Sim- the video of Ben Simmons? No, 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 no. I was your take on this whole. Oh, uh, I. It was just sad. I want to defend the Asian guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And but as an Asian guy. Oh, get out! Isn't of that? I think he says something like "guys don't give up," whatever. But just, what are you doing, man? What the fuck are you doing? Have some self awareness. Mm. I get everybody goes through rough patches, but like, this is a rough patch. Publicly, this is a rough patch. Yeah, well, your rough patch, <laughs> your rough patch is what you make it. Like if you couldn't get up at clubs anymore, even if you were rich, there, there, it would bother you. But you would be a man, and you would let that bother you on the inside, or cry in your house. You know what I mean? Like that's what a man does. He cries in private. Yes, hundred percent. That's but a real I man. Honestly, I honestly believe. Yes. That, is, yes. that is very true. Yes. yes, I honestly believe like we're we're part of the problem. Not just Knicks fans, just fans in general. Like he's so fucking famous that a guy that isn't really that good has to have a press conference or he's doing interviews where he's talking about potentially not being in the NBA anymore just because he's mega fucking famous and not really that good at basketball. Like I mean, he's good at basketball, but he's not like the fame and the skill. Just doesn't add, it doesn't it doesn't even out. No, no, son. Asian I, privilege. I, it's Asian <laughs> privilege. I mean, I just I was fucking blown away. It's, it's it, hilarious. It, it, yeah. Anyway, hilarious. we don't have to stay on it anymore. Arkos, oh. what are you thinking? Boy, what else we got? Uh, ben Simmons. You saw the video. Ben Simmons hitting jumpers. Everybody's Man. losing their fucking minds. Was anybody else really <laughs> unimpressed by this? Is there an actual NBA? There's like a on one minute court? video on the Bleacher Report, I think, page or uh-huh. uh, something like that. How's the highlight? This is four minutes. But it's a video of him hitting one three-pointer, one jumper from the foul line extended, <sighs> yeah. and I think a couple more layups, and everybody's like, Ben's been in the gym all summer. 
how low <laughs> are the expectations for you when this video goes viral and you are a max contract player in I the NBA? I don't get it, bro. You just signed the max contract. I mean, you are a max contract player and we are going crazy because you hit an open three-pointer with tons of time to get it off. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's in the a video. pickup game. Yeah, I yeah. think this is this is the video. It's this four is the video. Minutes. Yeah, no, completely uncontested, <laughs> and it still looks awful. His form, his his elbow is, is way out. Not even, the elbow's way out, but also the hand is like sideways. He looks like a Q dog, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he shoots. That's easy. <laughs> right, when I first saw this, I didn't know if there were other NBA players. Devin Booker's in there, but uh, they ain't playing no D. Austin son. Rivers is in there. I mean, this is a very casual game. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. Nobody seems to be trying that hard. Devin Booker playing defense already. He barely tries in real games. <laughs> yeah. And he's 6'4". Yeah. yeah. Ben Simmons got a whole foot over him. I mean, come on. Oh, get oh, crossed up. That yeah, was I decent. mean, that's that's his game, though. That's his game. He can do that all day. Well, then he could get I just bounce out of the playoffs in the second out, round all day, too. <laughs> because if you cannot shoot, you cannot win. It's, it's as simple as that. I mean, if you're a point guard and you can't shoot, you're not going to win. If Yeah, yeah. Did he have somebody yeah. film all these? Is it one game? It's pretty sure it's multiple games. Did he have somebody like film them games, yeah. just so he could put this clip out oh, and shut percent. A hundred percent. Maybe not to shut me, there? but Contavious Caldwell Pope. That's a lot of a name, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a name. I don't need it to. Still say looks that. weird. Like, why does his, his arm head, bend like I'm that? I'm telling you, if you look at his palm, it's like it's not going like this. It's like sideways. Yep. It's like turned an like, anatomy yep. problem. Right? I, I truly think it's a physical, structural yeah. issue. And yo, when you get that big, shit gets weird. Yeah. Like yeah. if you, it's very rare. I saw you had uh, Aaron Gordon on uh, 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 Kaz and Vic, right? Yeah. Now. Aaron Gordon is a physical anomaly in that he is wildly proportionate for how big he is. Right. If you saw him at distance, you would not think that he's 6'10". You would think he's 6'1". You'd see 6'1". You would think he's 6'1". Um, Blake Griffin is another one of those. Mm -hmm. You see Blake at distance, and you think he's actually a regular-sized guy, but mm -hmm. he's 6'10". And... Uh, Oh, real quick, shout to Blake. I was up at this festival in Montreal. Saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Blake out. was there. Mm. and uh, Another guy with great sense of humor. Yo, very good sense of humor. And and uh, he he did the roast, and he roasted Pete Holmes. Nice. Oh, really? <laughs> he tied Pete Holmes, which is a massive loss really? for, for Pete, Pete Holmes. Holmes. Yeah. Because if they were playing basketball. And he tied him. <laughs> and Pete Holmes tied Blake. It's a loss for Blake. That's a horrible loss yeah, for Blake. Yeah. The fact that they tied. Now, obviously, with Rose, everybody's helping out. We had a good joke for yeah. him. We had a. What was the joke? It was. Um, you gave it to him. I mean, like you know, everybody's helping yeah. everybody out with the Rose. Yeah. It's not. But uh, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, it was me, Neil, and Big J were were working on it, and it was. Uh, you know, they say in Hollywood um, that uh, Pete Holmes has what's called the it factor. Uh, and by it, I mean he is the energy of a pedophile birthday clown. <laughs> <laughs> that lives. In the, he go, then the tag is that lives in the sewer, with the ratings of his shows. <laughs> <laughs> Who had that last line, Jay? How are oh, you? Nice, man. nice. I, saw, I was I was talking with Van uh, with him. Uh, when I was doing the Peace Jam shit and Blake yeah. Griffin was there with his team whatever yeah, yeah. and he was like I legitimately like I've seen him do like stand-ups and shit like I legitimately think he has like he has a career in this like if he doesn't want to play basketball anymore as far as like doing 
movies, 100%. acting, comedy, whatever. He had, 100%. Like, great timing with it. Hundred percent, and that's why it joke. Sucks. I forgot what late show he was on. I think oh, it was about like Fallon. how reporters ask you. What was it again? Oh, was he talking about uh, how uh, reporters, reporters ask you dumb questions? Yeah, it's like yeah. jocks aren't dumb. It's just that you're asking them questions when there's not a lot of oxygen going into their brain. <laughs> so he was like, do do a couple jumping jacks, and then he asked him a question. He's like, yeah. So uh, what are you about to think? And he's like, yeah. See how stupid that is, or whatever. So it was good. It was funny. Now he's got his head on his shoulders too. He's like, I don't, you know, I understand I'm famous, but I don't want to bump anybody, and oh. uh, like that's why I often will host shows and like have comics on the show because mm. this way, like, they're getting spots that mm -hmm. they wouldn't normally get, yeah. and I get to go up and and do it. Do your thing. He had, um, I thanked him because uh, when I did that film, that Winnie Cummings film, yeah, mm -hmm. um, there was a line in the film which you know we were wrestling, and I say to him, uh, you know, the only team that wants you is your legal team, right? And it wasn't a line that was very funny. And the week before the movie came out, he got traded to the Detroit Pistons. <laughs> and so I was like, so thank you for making that line work. <laughs> really slapped. <laughs> that, that trade was good for him, I think, it seems like. I think like. it was. I think it was. Like his Detroit... game, all of a sudden he's hitting threes. Yeah. He's develop. a different player. Yep. He's a more out of the headlines. Player. I think he gets a focus. Yeah. I think that's, that's what I mean. I think getting out of LA is good for him. Yes. Yeah. 100%. I wonder if that's going to have an adverse impact on some of these free agents. I no. don't think it will impact LeBron or Kawhi because Kawhi's a fucking robot. Yeah. But like a lot of these guys, you're going from Paul George, Paul going from Oklahoma and Indianapolis where there's not much cracking off mm -hmm. at best to LA, home. You where think it doesn't help that Kawhi and Paul George like both sort of LA guys? I think for Kawhi, he doesn't care about anything that's going on around him. Gotcha. But Paul is from there. That could help. Kawhi mm. could watch game film in an orgy. I'm convinced. <laughs> <laughs> he would just sit in the middle and just watch a fucking iPad There's of highlights. A, I, I wonder if, and Paul George, this probably won't happen because he's from L.A. He's probably mm. used to it. But I wonder if there's anything that happens where um, you're used to being the man in a whole state, right? Mm. Yeah. And then you go to L.A. where... People don't really care. There's more no. famous people than you. Like, yeah. if you have a reservation at an at a, at a, a club or some shit, and then Jack Nicholson comes, you get bumped, Paul right. George. <laughs> yeah. Right? And I wonder if that takes any emotional toll on these guys who are like, oh, I'm not that famous yeah. here. Yeah. I wonder if they lose confidence. You think it helps? I think it helps. Interesting. Why? I think it helps. Because um, I think they're so used to that everywhere else. That I think that's why a lot of those stars like gravitate to those big markets because they can almost feel normal around a lot of unnormal shit. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're a huge star in fucking Indiana, you're just you get you can't go to the grocery store, you can't do regular shit. But like you know, if you're in LA, you've been to Hollywood a bunch of times. Like you'll yeah, see famous yeah. people all the time. I specifically like, meant parties. Like there's mm. so many. Like Blake was fucking Kendall Jenner or something, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And now <laughs> he's in Detroit, and who's he fucking there? Nobody. You'd rather fuck the dudes in some of those places. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Ford Muffler or something. <laughs> <laughs> Royce the Five Nine. <laughs> T, T Grizzly. Or something. <laughs> and now he seems like he's just focused. I remember J.R. Smith said the same thing about getting out of New York. It was Cleveland's good for him to go to Cleveland. Yeah. So I wonder if some of these guys. I don't think AD's gonna have that problem because he was already in New Orleans and it's wild but like party wise mm. I think being back home might make it like I could do anything like I could go back home and do the home shit yeah. with the homies or I can go do the LA Hollywood shit like I'm right. it's it's all here and I'm not sure he will be but it is it could be a thing down the road as all these guys go to New York and LA yeah I got it would love if they actually fucking came to New York no they're going to New York just a different borough 
<laughs> I don't mind it. I don't mind it. You think it'll affect Kyrie the same way? Since that's kind of like New Jersey. I'm curious to know how Kyrie's going to do also because Kyrie, this is his first time getting the spotlight he always wanted. Yeah. Like he first- got the spotlight in Boston, but Boston media, Andrew always talks about is like kind of always favoring the team and it's not New York media. New York yeah. is the world's media capital, yeah. it seems. Yeah. yeah. So like he's here. And it's the first time he, like, he chose somewhere to go. Yeah. So like the pressure's all on you. Especially being back home, like he still every summer he still goes back to the Patrick School and you know go to Jersey and does all that type of shit. But I don't know if that's gonna mount up for him now that he's there all the time. It's possible. It'd be interesting to see. Um, Um, I want to pay a bill real quick. Okay, go for it, Um, guys. Whatever you got on right now, all right. Whatever underwear you got on right now, I'm about to tell you a better option. Mac Weldon. It is. 100% 100% better than whatever the fuck you are wearing right now. Mack Weldon, it's premium men's essentials, all right? Smart design, premium fabrics. They believe that if you take these premium fabrics, you take intelligent design, you make shopping simple, that it eliminates all the nonsense around everything that you need, okay? We're not talking about jeans here. We're talking about undies, Get your underwear game right. I'm a dude. I settle with one pair of underwear. It takes a lot to sway me, okay? I was wearing uh, one of their competitors' underwear for a while. Mm. I've been swayed. Mac Weldon, okay? They got a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial. You got microbials all over your shit. Stinks less. Thank you, Akash. I didn't really even know what that word meant. <laughs> I could tell. The way you emphasize microbial, I was like, I got it. That should sound dog. like some science right there, bro. <laughs> Point is, it's going to eliminate that odor. And not only does Mack Weldon's underwear, socks, and shirts look good, they perform well, too. It's great for working out, going to work, going out on dates. Make sure that your underwear is right on a date, fellas. Just everyday life, Mack Weldon got your back. And Mack Weldon wants to make sure that you are comfortable. Okay, if you don't like your first pair, guess what? Guess what? You just keep it. And they still refund you. Damn. Motherfuckers, if that ain't a reason to buy some underwear, I don't know what the hell is. You get your money back regardless. Do it. Get a free pair of underwear and your money back. They're so confident you're going to buy another pair. They're like, bet. Keep it. Watch. Let me tell you something. This Mack Weldon is not a game. I'm on board. So pick up some Mack Weldon today and get 20% off your first order. You visit MacWeldon.com. All right, that's M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com. The promo code is flagrant, okay? 20% off. Let's get back to the show. That's, I'm getting some Mack Weldon, son. son Word, you sold me on this. some draws, bro. Is that son. flagrant too? <laughs> son, flagrant is the... Uh, flagrant's the code? Flagrant's the code. I used the, I used the code for uh, the athletic... Uh, oh, what? Oh, you yeah. on? Good. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was spending too much money, so I was like, yeah, let me use that. <laughs> let me use that promo code. Get them a few dollars off, so... Discuento. It's the best thing about these ads, man. We got all them discounts. I'll take it. Damn Shit. right. <laughs> uh, speaking of the Clippers, Kawhi's yeah. uncle is in a little hot water. We, this happened last week, and we need to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, what's mm. going on there? Stephen A. Smith said the Lakers were suspicious of activity. I don't know if he said the Lakers were the main team snitching, basically, but, like, they're a little suspicious of, of the things Kawhi's uncle was allegedly asking for. So, specifically, I think he was mentioning a story Brian Windhorst wrote. And Brian Windhorst is like the LeBron whisperer, so they're all saying like, okay, 
Yeah. The Lakers are pretty much saying, like, yeah. there was oh, some okay. shady shit that happened. <laughs> Yo, the Lakers are the biggest fucking snitches in the NBA, bro. <laughs> Real talk. You want to talk? It's, if their story comes out, mm. it's the Lakers. Of course. They are some sore losing ass bitches. <laughs> Real talk. That's exactly what's happened. But what exactly were they saying? They're just saying he was asking for things that probably weren't legal in the CBA. So, and, you know what's interesting with that is that. This is proof that the players are getting paid less than what they deserve or Bingo. what they're sorry, less than what they're worth. Bingo. Right. If you had. And, and again, guys, we know that playing sports and making 40 million dollars, 40 million dollars is, is stupid. That being said, the market actually shows that they're worth more than that. Right. So what happens is when you're underpaid, there are ways that I imagine people could be paid around that. Right. Potentially, that's probably what they're bitching about. Mm -hmm. And the easy way to get rid of this is just to go no salary cap. Mm. But then the owners stop making money, and they don't want to stop making money. And, and not only do the owners stop making money, the because the owners might find a way to make money, yeah. but you will have a completely unfair league. Oh yeah, there will uh, be no way. All to the best players will be in like six teams. <laughs> that's it, <laughs> and that'll be it. The, play, the owners that ain't that kind of happen. Well, this year is pretty wide open, but before that, wasn't that kind of the complaint? Well, that's, that's happening anyway. That's the interesting thing, right? It's like. If the best players are already going to these markets, mm -hmm. and we don't got to feel bad for billionaires, dude. If you own a basketball team, you're a billionaire. Right. You have enough money to pay more. That's not right. your main source of income. Yeah, this is a side job. I don't think I don't feel bad for the owners and say they lose money. I'm right. saying the owners aren't going to allow themselves to lose money. So salary cap. I see. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I think there are some owners that would go, we could make more money if we just paid everybody to be on our team. Hmm. Yeah. But, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So that's actually the second point I wanted to get to. I saw an article about the Clippers building a new arena. Yes. And that, to me, confirms that Kawhi's uncle was asking for some shit, or that if he was, I'll say, if he was asking for some shit, Steve Ballmer paid it happily. Because mm -hmm. if you're building a new arena that's going to cost hundreds of millions of dollars, you don't just have money to burn. I have to sell people on the idea that we deserve not only a new arena, but a separate arena. Mm-hmm. And it's privately funded too, so well, he's not taking money from. Yeah, that's where this is interesting. Where like, mm -hmm. in he's most cases, privately funded. Yeah, so in wow. most cases, I would 100 percent agree with you. This is a little bit unique. It's privately funded, and it's on already state-owned property. Mm. So, in other words, they're not like taking people's houses away, like no. you know okay. Jay Z did, did to all his people in Brooklyn. <laughs> you know his lovely Brooklyn. Well, people he didn't know. He, he didn't do that. He also. You have to keep in mind he also drove up the property value around the arena so that everyone around it had to move out too. Ah, like, yes, yes, you know yes, what yes, I mean? Yes, he, yes. he took care of- New York. <laughs> <laughs> he, he took care of Brooklyn. Concrete <laughs> jumble where you'll move out of when we gentrify it. <laughs> so is, is this arena supposed to be uh, near the old Great Western Forum, right? Near yeah. uh, Inglewood? Yeah. Okay. So it's already state-owned land, so you're not moving anybody out, and self-funded, so the taxpayers aren't going to wow. be tripping up. Okay, now so we'll see if it happens. But right. I 100% get your point, mm -hmm. which was nobody would agree to that if they didn't have marquee players. Yeah. But now that he has marquee players, maybe he's able to get this funding from these people. He's, he's mm -hmm. trying to make a move to take the Lakers' spot, and if you get these two, that's it's possible. Bro, they're, they're everybody's this, favorites. If you want to talk about little shit that could be a little, you know, shady happening. Three days after he signed, Kawhi's in a commercial for The Lion King. True. That's Disney. That's Three Disney days money. after he That's signed. That's crazy, dude. Oh, man, He's in a commercial. I, 
I don't just know. That, that location. You could, uh, it's not. Listen, Kawhi can't act. All right, he can't even <laughs> act like a human on the basketball court. He didn't have to. He was just talking about it, man. You know, my family. Uh, you, know. you mean like reading Beyonce's lines in <laughs> oh, the movie? <laughs> Goddamn. But not, I mean, like just the location. If you're trying to like take a spot from the Lakers, like mm-hmm. would you fly into LAX, the first thing you see is the Great Western Forum. And you see like the, the infrastructure of like that new stadium and all the other shit. So if like if, as soon as you get off of LAX and the first thing you see is like, bam, the new home of the Clippers, mm-hmm. like. It's a drive to get to Staples Center. Ain't like, mad convenient like, from the airport. I'll facts. tell you that. Like, that's a five minute drive as soon as you get off the airport, dog. So, but getting to the airport sucks. It does. It does. But for LA, yeah, downtown LA sucks too, don't it? Oh, does it? I'm pretty sure. I mean, I never had an easy time getting there. It probably. Yeah, I get. Maybe it's, it's the same amount of traffic. Yeah, definitely. It is interesting. Look, right. it, it is interesting. Very interesante. Yeah, there's, there's. I think more will end up coming out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more will end up coming out here. What else we got? Um, I don't know if you want to talk about Steve Kerr's comments on the AD trade being bad for the league. Yeah, what, what did he say about that? He basically, I mean, he took a stance that wasn't the hardest. He was like, look, I am for player empowerment, which you have to say as a coach. But then he was also like, I have no problem with a guy like LeBron playing out his contract and then leaving. Or a guy like Kawhi playing out his contract and then leaving. Mm-hmm. But... I have a problem when the guys like Anthony Davis have two years left on their contract and then start demanding a trade, and then you just hold your team hostage. Which, if it was football, all these training camp holdouts that we could talk about later, I get it. Especially like running backs, you got to get your money. But in basketball, the contracts are guaranteed. So it's a little bit different in that like, it's not about money. It's just you don't like where you work, and now you're going to make a thing about it. Yeah. Interesting. It's kind of weird coming from him, though, because- Steve Kerr always seems like the cool guy. Like as far he's as he's the like, cool guy, so he still took the cool guy stance. Was if you're a free agent, you don't owe your team anything. Yeah. So he still played that kind of like half nice guy thing. Mm-hmm. But then he was like, if you're under contract, and I do see a little bit of a point, and maybe there's something huge I'm missing. But if the contract is guaranteed, I can see how it's like, yo, man, honor your contract. Uh, but part of you, that contract, one hundred percent. Part of that contract though is like, if I'm going to do my best to, you know, go out, go out there and play as hard. You, as the GM or the owner, you got to do your best. No, they don't. To make sure that you're putting out a winning product or that's you're doing the best you can. Well, that's, not, that's could, not part of their contract. That's not part of their contract? No, all they have to do is pay you the money that you owe. Yeah. Like Ugh. when you get paid by, let's say, the, you know, you have a job uh, working for, you know, uh, WWE, mm-hmm. right? It's not their job to fill the stands. Mm-hmm. Like if, if they want to have nobody there, they'll have nobody there. As long as you're writing or you're doing exactly what you're doing, they got to pay you for that. Okay. But if I'm talent, if I'm the guy who's supposed to be the marquee there, like you better be doing your best to because it's in you your best be a, interest. Yeah, of course. But it's to, not like the legal right. Mm-hmm. And I guess I think what Akash was saying is like gotcha. there okay. we made an agreement. It's like, fam, like I, I paid you for five years of work and I paid you an exorbitant amount of money and you're gonna not do the work. And I wanna say in our if we um we're actors, we're not gonna be because we've said too much shit on this podcast. <laughs> right. But if we were actors in a movie and we didn't like something about the movie, they would be like, all right, well, you signed a contract or a TV show. If you want to leave the TV show, no, nah, you signed a four-year contract. You're here for four years. 100%. So if you try to leave, we'll sue you. And theoretically, it's like if LeBron tried to leave, you could sue him in, in a different industry. Mm-hmm. Dude, Tony Soprano signed a contract that said he had to maintain a certain weight to play Tony to play Soprano. Wow. And then he 
died of a heart attack. <laughs> like, Whoops. They, they want their pound of flesh, bro. Like, if you sign on a dotted line, that is everything, you yeah. know? Oh, my God. And we can say, and I know actors who are on shows, and like, I hate the fucking show, yeah. but you signed a five-year contract when you got it or whatever, and they got the options. That's what it is. Now, if there was a winning clause in the contract where it's like, you need to surround me with X number of all-stars, all right, cool, that's in the contract. That's but it's interesting, not. too. That's interesting about putting that in a contract, which is like... Now with tanking being so prevalent, I wonder if you have these big marquee uh, players start to go, uh, start to have a no tanking clause. I mean, that's kind of it's it's almost like an unwritten no trade rule. clause, no tanking clause. Yeah, that could, and how do you prove it? I don't know. How does that work? But like, if I'm investing the next four years contractually of my life to you. I want to make sure that you're just as committed to winning as me, or yeah. let me go somewhere else. And if it's not in the contract, realistically, you should just you're legally you're like you should just sit there and. You sign the contract. Play it out. Yeah. In the same way that NFL contracts should be guaranteed, it's bullshit that an owner can be like, oh, you're not good, so we're going to cut you, and whatever money you got up front is yours, but that's it. And why you sign do the they contract. Do that? Just because there's no competition? Because the, 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 the union sucks. The players' union sucks. <laughs> for, it's made up of NFL IQs <laughs> yeah. that have just been CTE'd to nothing. Yep. yep. <laughs> you have guys Thanks. that get concussions for a living. So, yeah, sure. Sign contract. here, A Rod, whatever the fuck your yeah, yeah. name is. <laughs> Goddamn. Signs a you different got, name. Seven, seven working brains. Guys, we have now. seven Barry Bonds here. Is there, <laughs> it's not even the right sport. I don't understand why you're signing players from other sports. Yeah, baseball got the strongest union, then basketball, then football's the weakest. Uh, I mean, that makes And the last, sense. like, almost holdout that they had, yeah. or lockout or whatever, they basically were like, okay, well, you can keep all the money, but just shorten our practice times and stuff like that. And they're like, no. And the owners, no, the owners <laughs> were like, yeah, sure, we keep all the money, you practice it, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and now... There's there's a theory that players are getting injured more because there's They're less practice. They're not practicing enough. So, like, I don't know if that's been scientifically proven. That's what one study thinks. But, like, you fucked yourselves harder. Like, how did you lose getting less work? You they still lost. Suck, dog. Like, I watched them shit. I know they watched the, probably all this entire NBA offseason and be like, yo, how the fuck? How the fuck? Like, I think Russell Wilson's, what, the highest paid quarterback in the NFL? Yeah, and he's 35 making, million a year. 35 million. 35 million. That's Aaron Gordon money, bro. Like that's like that's like Chris Paul. Like if somebody gives that to Chris Paul tomorrow, like he's gonna tell you go fuck yourself. Like that's insane to me that you could be the top of the most violent sport in. And I want to say it's just economics, because there's 12 players on a basketball team and 50 on a football team, but also football makes way more money. Way more. So way more. I can't even say that. Every every NFL team is worth at least a billion dollars. At uh, least. As much as it would suck as a fan of a team if the contracts are guaranteed because there's so many season career-ending injuries, right. it's like, bro, that's the least they could get. <laughs> now, is is there some uh, you know conventional wisdom that says you get paid what you're worth and NFL players, unfortunately, are worth less to a team than an NBA player In the sense that one player can't affect a team. Yeah. Outside of quarterback, mm. no one player can impact as yeah. much as LeBron or whoever. Yes. Yeah, that's that's potentially valid. I also just think guaranteeing the contract is like, they have to, in 2020, when the contract is up, I think they have to hold out. Mm. But they're not going to. They've been telling right. the players, stack your checks, get ready for a holdout. Players aren't going to stack their checks. They're going to try to hold out. Players are going to be like, yo, I need to eat. I'm broke. So what do you yeah. think about the whole Zeke to. shit since he's kind of I don't out. think Zeke is worth the trouble. Mm. As right. I think he's just always a distraction. So as a fan of the Cowboys, I'm like, there's always some shit going on with him. Right. It's always something. Yeah. I don't want to pay him. Also, kind of if you're running a team, running backs are pretty easily replaceable. Yeah. 
So I think I'm inclined to let Zeke go, but mainly it's a distraction thing. But I, I don't fault Zeke at all for holding out. Right. 100% you should hold out. Yeah, I, mean, I just you, wouldn't pay it if I was the Cowboys, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the one thing about, like, GMs being able to cut your pay is that if you outperform your contract, too, you want to be like, hey, I want more money. That's what you should like, do. That I, is, if you're going to make this a non-guaranteed contract, I'm not guaranteeing I'm coming. Mm. Ooh, fuck you. I like that. And th- yeah. yeah, that's got to be the cost on their end. And now what they also gave up in the labor agreement is every day of training camp you miss is a $40,000 fine. Hmm. And I think training camp is like three weeks, I they think. They gave that up? Gave that up. God damn. Wow. Do you think NFL players are the <laughs> stupidest athletes? <laughs> Man, they've got to be the stupidest, right? Probably, because they're also, if you watch the broke documentary on, on you know, the 30 for 30, yeah. they, two-thirds of NFL players, I think, are broke after yeah. five years, and it's like half of, or like one-third of NBA players. NFL. Whatever, it's the biggest percentage of NFL. I know that. NFL's not for long, man, and <laughs> a lot of motherfuckers do not save their money, and that's what happens. That's what happens. Career not for long, money not for long, contracts not for long. It's sad, bro. Like fucking one of my good, you know, you know, Karen Civil, one of my good friends. She fucking, uh, she bought, she, she bought a Washington Redskins Super Bowl ring off an auction for like eight hundred dollars, like something like not even that crazy. And I'm just like, God damn, somebody's Super Bowl ring. They needed eight hundred dollars that bad to be like, yo, dog. Old players got paid nothing and went through hell. Like there was no trying to protect them. And they got paid jack shit. Mm. They're all hurting. Every one of them would sell their, their Super Bowl ring for, for a couple yeah. of White Castle sliders. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I always tell motherfuckers, man, people always think like rings mean everything. I'm like, bro, like rings ain't going to keep your house lights on yeah. like 10, 20 years down the road. Like, yeah, I feel bad for Melo, but I think he'll sleep well at night. Like, no, now he got, like, well over $300 million. Oh, he'll career. be fine. Like, he'll be fine. But a lot of motherfuckers in the NFL are not. Right. While we're talking guys. about broke, Adrian Peterson broke. Y'all this read this? This is crazy. You sent me this. Wait, did you send yeah, me this? Yeah, I sent this to you. This is yeah. Made $100 million in his career. So, it, just everybody doesn't know, Adrian Peterson is arguably the best running back of our generation. He's, he's, yeah, he's I think definitely, to our me, generation, yes. I don't think it's disputable. Uh, he played for many years on the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, and now he's kind of bounced around the league. He was with had the a good Saints season for a with the bit. Skins right now. Yeah. He was on the Skins. Yeah, good season with the Saints or the Skins last year. In his career, he's made how much? Over a hundred million dollars in just contracts. In We're not even contracts. talking about other shit. Yeah. What happened? Broke. Cannot pay back <laughs> a five million dollar loan. In debt. In debt. He's negative. Cannot pay back his loans. Five million dollars. I forget from whom he got the loan. He said, "I trusted the wrong people." And again, I talk about it on this podcast. None of us are above it. We're not immune. Yeah. It could happen to any of us. Mm-hmm. We get taken. Get but a Jew. D- no. A good <laughs> Jew. Dog, if you are Adrian Peterson, go to Goldman Sachs. Don't try to save money. Go to the fucking, and they could fall too. But it's in much safer hands than some motherfucker you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go to the Jews. Goldman and whatever Sachs is. <laughs> I, it's just so if you have millions of dollars that's who you go to and if you don't have millions of dollars learn money because everybody will try to take that shit yeah, from it's you it's fucked up because I think like right after that news broke they showed like footage of his birthday party and he had like he came in on like a camel shit, like coming on on a camel all this super extravagant shit I'm just like oh my god that's you need a Goldman Sachs and you need a motherfucker at Goldman Sachs and they'll do it for you to say hey here's your allowance mm. this is what you're allowed to spend at your birthday party yeah I have access to this. You yeah. don't. And not me specifically, Goldman. That's it. Yeah. You trust us. Go to a name brand motherfucker. Michael Vick did that. Michael Vick. And Michael Vick, 
So a lot of these guys will file for bankruptcy yep. just so they don't have to pay back the loans. Yep. Michael Vick, after everything happened, said, I'm not going to file for bankruptcy. I'm going to pay back everybody I owe. And he's paid back everybody. Isn't that mm. crazy? And now he's made more since then, right? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. He got a big contract with the got Skins. The big con- uh, with the Eagles. Yep. That big contract. I mean, Eagles, yeah, and sorry. now he's on Fox, doing NFL on Fox every weekend. Like, uh, he's, Dude, I love, for some reason, I root so hard Same. Love for, Vick. no, 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 not Michael Vick, for athletes I, who have lost their money. Mm-hmm. To come back and like make it again. Oh, of course. And he is, and I shouldn't because what fucking idiots to <laughs> lose millions of dollars and then I want you to make millions again to do it. But the fact that he was on an allowance, I think it was like a $6,000 a month or some shit like that. I forget. I mean, he's all his teammates are multimillionaires. Yeah. That means he's going out to dinner with them and not, yeah. or even not going out to dinner. Like he just couldn't afford it. He fucking slowly crawled his way back in, and now he's probably a millionaire again. Dog, I. But when we say that, when we say like find a Jew, well, we're, what we're really saying is there is this thing called business managers, and if any of you guys don't have money, you don't know what that is. And those of you do, you do. But if you get money, you can just hire a business manager. They, pay, I have a business manager. They pay mm-hmm. my bills, mm-hmm. right? And don't go to some shady ass Please. save you percentages. Oh, they take five percent. I'll take three. Don't if you're super rich, fuck the two percent. Go to the most trustworthy name brand people, and shit could still go wrong. But the chances are much lower because their whole business is on the line. You mm-hmm. need somebody losing something to be able to hurt them as well. Yeah. Like if you fuck me over, Eddie Murphy's leaving you, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Like that. You got to look at their clientele list. Like, oh, these people are with okay, because I'll say you if you fuck me over, they're gone, and mm-hmm. you could get made off. That's possible. 100%. But like, go to the name. Just go. You're to not going to get made off from your business manager. You're going to get made off as an investment, right? Like, okay. business manager is just hey, I make money when you make money. Okay, got you. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. You still got all your money. I'm just going to be the one that's paying your bills and letting you know, yo, you. Spending a lot, yeah. This that whatever. I was talking to Josh uh, from the middle, the minimalist, the minimalist podcast is a great podcast. You guys should check out. And uh, he was saying that he knows a bunch of like cool money saving uh, techniques and lifestyle techniques. Because I'm serious about this ten percent shit. Right. So maybe we'll have him, or maybe we'll have some other like economists on that we could figure out little ways in our life we could cut shit off and make a little money, mm. make a little money for everybody on the pod. It will be beautiful. Do it. Um, we'll get it organized, but I promise you, it is going to happen. Real quick, I got a way where you could save some money. Um, don't spend that exorbitant amount of money on these fucking headphones when you get some Raycons. Okay? Word. The exact same quality, more comfort. If you ask me, you can actually work out with them without them falling out of your fucking head. <laughs> you go to Raycon, okay? Raycon earbuds, they start at half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. Obviously, the company is co-founded by Ray J. The celebrities like Snoop Dogg are obsessed. Celebrities like Real Life Kaz. Celebrities like Akash Singh. Celebrities like Edin Martinez <laughs> are going crazy. The Support Raycon E50, damn right. <laughs> or at least black co-founded business. <laughs> Ray, Raycon's E50 wireless earbuds have totally changed the game. All right. They're so, I can't, they're just comfortable. They actually fit into your fucking ear. They don't hang there. They're snug. Just Get these fucking Raycon fit E fit these. Unlike some of the other wireless options, Raycon earbuds, they're both stylish and discreet. No dangling wires, no stems. They're just in your ear. That's it. Raycon is offering you the wireless earbuds for everyone, and they got a range of fun colors, unbeatable price. You go to buyraycon.com slash flagrant two. 
you get 20% off your order when you just go to that. It's already baked into the site. So you don't need to put something on. You go to buyraycon.com slash flagrant2. That 20% is already baked into the site, buyraycon.com slash flagrant2. And we're back to the show. Brownies um, kids. Yo, we should definitely talk. Mm. We should talk about that. You said yeah. LeBron's kids? LeBron's yeah. kids, yes. Okay. Well, kid. <laughs> We're talking about Bronny. Yeah. Yeah. What do you what do you what are you saying? What are you saying, Cass? Um, I mean, you know what I'm gonna say. You are a resident high school basketball expert. Yes. So they had a tournament this past weekend in Las Vegas. Um forgot the actual name of the tournament, but Braun Strafford Greatness team was there. And uh it wasn't a live period, so there wasn't no like actual recruiting going on. But like it was just talking about like where the top like almost high school players go um, go to, and um, they won the tournament. And LeBron's getting a lot of flack for you know doing what he usually does when he goes to LeBron's games and being in the layup line, doing dunks with the kids, getting too excited, like all this other shit. And people are thinking like he's taking the attention away from the kids and like. All this other bullshit and uh, so absurd. These people are so fucking absurd. Man. Are you fucking they need a story. kidding me, dog? Are you kidding me? Like, you don't think these kids aren't fucking ecstatic <laughs> that the best player on planet Earth is on the sidelines rooting for these motherfuckers? Like, come on. What was that man. defense? I think that was the end of the game. I think they were like oh. running the clock out, and he just said, "Fuck it." That <laughs> 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 was terrible defense, though. But um, yeah, like he, they they said he was you know he's showing up his kid and doing too much and I can't obviously can't agree because it's like he's they're dead yeah. like he's dad of the year like I would yeah. kill if my dad was there rooting for me being yeah. the like Skip Bayless your dad didn't show up to your basketball games <laughs> that's why you stop being a little bitch about it right like. You're crying because your dad wasn't there for you, Skip. Okay? Yeah, we understand what game. this is he happening. Come watch it anyway. Why would he? <laughs> he Why would he watch? watch you score one point a game? Jeez. You guys could both sit at home on a couch, right? That's going to be the same activity. That's you what you're what upset about. Fam, well. exactly. What? Did you score nothing again? <laughs> I'm glad I saved some time. Stayed home. Watch Roseanne so oh, I didn't have to waste man. my fucking time. You can't have both of us you. sitting on a bench watching the game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get out of here. Oh, that's why, like, that's why I go so hard for LeVar Ball. I go hard for LeBron, especially, like, Dad Braun. Like, yeah. I'm never, ever going to fucking fault somebody for being too involved in their kid's life. Like, are you kidding me? 100%. Who does his son, can we watch that video again? Who does his son look at as soon as he dunks? His dad. Isn't that the first person? Dude, and don't they just best. flex together? Like, yeah. it's a thing they got? Come on, Dude, man. Dude, it's great. I love it. I, these people that hate on this, I mean, it's a different type of, I am usually entertained by Skip. I, I do not understand this from the dotted, too. I, I do not he's understand this yet. hate. He starts high school this 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 fall. So he's a he's middle a ri- school. He's a rising high school. He'll, he'll be a freshman this year. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that's absurd. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean it's just yeah. I mean like Skip, come on. There's way better takes that you could have. This is just <laughs> I, I kind of I kind of applaud Skip at this point because he's been committed to trolling LeBron since his rookie. Because it still year. works. Because it still works. He's made a career We're talking out of about it. it. Yeah. He's made a career out We're of it. We're talking, talking about, about it. About it's it. like, fuck. 100%. He's still doing this shit. He's got, he had two hit talk shows where the basis is just him talking to LeBron James, talking about LeBron James. 100%. I think LeBron should do a show one day. I think after he retires, he should do a Cosell, Muhammad Ali type thing where they finally just sit down and just talk. Nah, no, LeBron too smart for that. Then he would Skip never, wins. He would never nah, empower it that. Would, 
It would have to be on the one of LeBron's platform. Oh, it could be on LeBron. On the shop. Yeah. yeah, you come on my shit, but he can't go on his. Of course yeah. not. But I, I mean, look, we would all love it. But he would do it. Skip would do it Skip would do it in a heartbeat. Of course. Be a win heartbeat. for Skip, too. Hold on, I use the bathroom real quick. But yeah. We'll be right back. Keep yeah. going, keep going. Go ahead. Nah, it would be a super win for Skip. But uh, I just think at this point, like, that's the only kind of comparison I could give it to. Like, Muhammad Ali, Howard Cosell, how they're just so tied to each other. Through good times and bad yeah, times. I don't know. Like, I'm a Skip hater. You giving Skip a lot of credit I, to listen. call him Howard Cassell and to say they're tied together. I have never once thought about LeBron and then Skip. I, I thought about Skip and then LeBron. Oh. <laughs> okay. I never once thought about God. Yeah. Remember LeBron on the Heat and what Skip was saying about him? <laughs> Wasn't that crazy? Well, Skip I mean, still like, wouldn't give him credit? I, you got to give it to Skip, though, because it's like for what he does— there's only a handful of people that have been more successful than him. You know, Skip, decades ago on the ticket, that station I was listening to when mm. it started, he was the first guy. He was like a host on the ticket. Really? Yeah, none of the guys. He had a horrible relationship with all of them. He like was humorless, whatever. And then he obviously went on, and now he's this troll that's like made yeah. million dollars. I mean, they, like, I remember him because he used to write like all the Big Jordan articles. Well, like, here's Chicago what's funny. is, and, I mean, there's who these guys are to a large degree. Yeah. Stephen A. Smith does it, hating the Cowboys. Skip loves the Cowboys now. Mm. When he worked in Dallas, he hated the Cowboys. Never had a good thing to say. Always trashing them. And so I look at these guys like, you're not a human being. You're just a robot that's trying to upset me. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to give you the attention to let you do that. Yeah. No, I, I remember reading. So I forgot where I read it. So forgive me for that. But I remember him reading like he doesn't even check his mentions on Twitter. He just checks the analytics. So oh, like, if, yeah. something, if something spikes, yeah. that's. That's yeah. the way he's going to go. He's like, a robot. I don't even know if he likes sports. <laughs> I really don't. I think he's just like, what can I say that will upset sports How fans? How can I antagonize? These are people I can upset without worrying they're going to kill me. Yeah. It's not like XXX. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can make jokes about <laughs> LeBron and LeBron fans aren't going to come try to murder me. Yeah. No, I'm not talking about XXX. I'm talking about his fans. It's like a rat fans Skip are going to try to kill you. You ain't going to run up on Skip. Skip got brawling. I don't yeah. think he was always this brawling. I think so. I've seen him recently. I'm like, yo, Skip. He's trying to let motherfuckers know he's brawling. You've seen that commercial him and Shannon? Yes. Like yes. who gets in their day done first? Doing and skip, the same thing. Make sure you see him lifting weights. Mm. Uh, but yeah, he's a weird dude who I don't honestly even know if he likes sports. I just think he knows this is a good way, easy way to make money. You know, it's also crazy. His brother is like a world class chef. <laughs> no shit. In Chicago. No yeah. shit. He has a restaurant. I forget what it's called. Uh, my homie Brian. We met Brian. Yeah. He went there. He said it was fantastic. And Brian's <laughs> a professional chef. And he was like, Skip's, Skip Bell's brother. Great food. <laughs> I kind of want to go. It's there. weird because food is like this passionate thing that you gotta love for, and Skip is a fucking mutant of a human being who doesn't think anything except let me look my analytics on Twitter. He's made he's made millions of dollars. He's made a career out of antagonizing. But that's why I don't want to give it the credit of like fuck Skip. I'm like, all right, I see what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, I get the game. I know what he's doing. Like, I ain't, I ain't gonna be pissed at that. But just like. At this point, I'm more I'm more commend the the, the commitment that he has to that. Oh, troll it's, yo, he's he's a disciplined motherfucker. Is, it's it's insane to me, insane to me. Well, um, guys, we this has been going pretty long. This, this episode, has been a long ass episode. Sure. Um, <laughs> what's it called? I want to I want to close. First of all, I know that we got some dates. Akash got a tour coming uh, up. So get it. Uh, Kaz, I'm sure you got something, and yeah. then I can always tell you guys about some things. Um, do you want me to start? Go for it, bro. Okay, I'll guys, Matador Tour um, in full effect. Make sure you come check us out. Uh, I'm going to Japan next week. 
and we're situating things for the podcast, so don't worry. We're going to have some good content for you. But um, I'll be in Japan next week, and then the week after that, I'm going to be in the D.C. at the D.C. Improv, the 15th through the 18th. I'll be at D.C. Improv, and then uh, August 23rd, I'm going to be um, at Chicago. And the D.C. shows, three to six are already sold out, so go get those tickets immediately before you miss out. And then the Chicago show, first show sold out, second show we added. So those are going to be going quick, too. So I will get on that immediately. Uh, Akash? Uh, the big Desi Energy Tour, the B- BDE Tour, is starting September 6th. We're at the Secret Group at 8 p.m. September 7th, we're at the Fallout Theater at 7 p.m. We're back there at 8.30 p.m. on September 8th. September 13th, we got two shows in San Francisco at Piano Fight, 8 and 10.30. September 19th, we're at the Comedy Store in the Belly Room, 8 p.m. I know 40 people already bought tickets to that, so that's dope. Yes, sir. Um, September 20th, Portland Curious Comedy, 7.30 p.m. And then October 11th, Sisyphus Brewing, two shows, 8 and 10.30. October 11th. Nice. Uh, August 18th, we're back in Brooklyn for one day only, combining with the good folks at Brunch Bounce. Uh, doing one last party to end off the summer. Uh, you can get tickets on DuceyPalooza.com. That's August 18th at the Brooklyn Mirage. Uh, this week, you can go check out my interview with Aaron Gordon of the Orlando Magic on Slam.com. We also have another interview coming up with Ronnie 2K from 2K Sports, if you guys are into that. And this weekend, I want to say, the second season of Cast and Effect kicks off on Revolt hey! TV. Yeah! Shout out to the boy we got that going so shout out to the boy Eden for you know producing directing all that type of stuff so and uh yeah so keep supporting all the platforms and uh all that good shit so um before we end i want to do a i want to tell you guys a a cool story that um some of you probably know quite well but it uh has hit a new uh plateau of sorts recently and i want to keep you filled in but um, about three, I think it's probably three years ago now, or maybe a little bit more, um, I, I decided to film my own special, right? And uh, that was a special a lot of you guys saw as 441. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the reason I did it, obviously, I wasn't getting any opportunities in the business. I felt like the business kind of blocked me out. So I was like, I'm going to at least do everything in my power to get myself out there. And, um, and obviously they said no, and I found this new way to kind of deliver content and I started putting up these clips and all that kind of transitioned into some buzz and uh not just some buzz well yeah we 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 definitely transitioned the business and we transitioned how you put out content in the business and I'm doing it now but never done it if it wasn't amazing job and uh and uh, I think that you'll continue you know, I hope that we you have continue. to because of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you changed. Yeah. There's a parrot. I, I remember the term paradigm shift. I learned in college, and it's like changing the way people think of something. Right, right. For some reason, it's this term I always remember. But that's actually what you've done. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. White Kanye, man. Says he's going to change some shit, and then he my, does it. My buddy said this. He he called me. Uh, he was like, it, it's like Steph Curry, what he did to the NBA. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, the the game hasn't changed. It's how the game is played yeah. has changed. And I think that's kind of what people are doing with, with content now. Now, five, uh, maybe like maybe more than five years ago, seven years ago, I don't know, I, I went to the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival in Montreal. It's the most prestigious comedy festival in uh, the world and as a new face and even to get a, a, a new face i already had a network deal with mtv and i had two of my own shows coming out so like i had had to go like above and beyond to get what many people had to get you know 
got just because of heat, right? And it was, mm. I just had that relationship with the business at the time where they weren't like, uh, I don't think they all looked at me and saw he's going to be something, mm-hmm. right? And um, so I went and I, you know, had an okay festival and then I didn't get offered to come back for like five years. And we would email them and ask them to come. We wouldn't get any response, whatever. Last year, um, after you guys sharing all my clips and selling out these shows and all these cool things happening with me, you know, we got this offer to come to the festival and we said, we're not going to come unless we could do our own show, my own headline show. And they acquiesced and we went there. We had a cool festival. It was fun. My first time back this year, they asked to, uh, if I, if I would come back to do the show and I said, I oh, will only come back. If we get to do the nasty show, which is one of like the most prominent shows at the festival and uh, a show that I used to watch Patrice O'Neill on. And that's why Mm -hmm. I thought it was so important for me just Mm -hmm. a comic like walk in his footsteps. And I want to do inside jokes and unsafe sets there as well. And, uh, they were down and, um, we, I went up there and I did the nasty show. And, um, again, this is like the same festival that, that, you know, hadn't thought that I was going to be something. They didn't think that I was going to need to, you know, uh, didn't think they needed to invest in me per se. And, um, I was up there and I, you know, had some really good shows at the nasty show and all these like reviews started coming in and people are saying, you know, great things. And, um, they put me on the biggest thing at the, the just for laughs is a gala, a gala. is they usually have a celebrity, like a comic or a, even like a, just like a superstar, like famous actor will Mm -hmm. host it and they'll write jokes for them. And then they bring up maybe eight or 10 other comics that think are going to do things. And you perform in this venue, it's like 3,500 people. It's like fucking Carnegie Hall. It was mm. unbelievable. And they asked me while I'm up there, because the reviews have been going well for these nasty shows, and they're like, do you want to do this gala? It's Anthony Jeselnik's gala. Mm-hmm. And uh, Anthony, Anthony Famous Comic. And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll fucking, I'll do it. That's that's pretty awesome. Thank you so much. And um, so I, I go to this moment where I'm at the gala. I go up second. And um, here we are. You know, maybe seven years ago it was the first time I was able to go there and then like this big gap with nothing. And then I, uh, you know, we built this fucking machine and you guys sharing these clips and making these things go viral. And we change a business. And I'm at this moment where I'm at like the highest stage of the most, I guess, prestigious festival. Right. And uh, there's a little bit part of me that's there like, OK, I know I have this hype, but I'm sure there's a lot of people watching like, am I going to live up to the hype? There's still a lot of people there. They're like. You know, is he good? I know mm. we hear the clips and we see him on Rogan, but we don't know if he can really, you know, do it. And uh, and I went up there and I have a, a seven minute spot, and I went up and um, I fucking laid in. And what happens is you walk off the stage and they make you walk back on because it's a TV taping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I walked off the stage and I walked back on, and it's fucking. 3,000 people were standing up. Wow. Right? And it was, <laughs> it was unreal, man. It was like- I got a little emotional. Yo, <laughs> and it was Fuck. like, the reason I share this story is because it's like, in that moment, I didn't feel validated by them. I, what I felt was proud that like, one, I knew that I could do it, but two, like we found a way to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like I'm sure there's so many people in regardless of what your situation is, you're going to you hear no and you're going to hear or people just not believe in you, et cetera. And it's like we found a way around everybody that said no to the point where they all believed so much that I was given this opportunity. And then given that opportunity, it was like, this is what what are you going to do with this opportunity? Right. And to like deliver in that fucking moment, like yeah. there's rarely in life are you going to be given moments where you've got to deliver. Yeah. And 
it, it, it was just so, I was just, yeah, it was a sense of pride. And I was very grateful, obviously, for you guys for building this and for everybody listening, for spreading the word, you know. And uh, I wanted to share that story because I think we had a big win. This I get that you, you're going to say you're grateful to us. You, you did it. Yeah, I mean, man, you did like, it. Yeah, I, mean, I, I appreciate it. I'm not going to talk to myself every yeah. week. You know I mean? <laughs> but like, it, it's just, it was a big win. I think some cool things will happen after it because I think the difference is I went from like a guy who was on, you know, some podcasts and like talking in terms of the industry's mind to a guy who they like saw deliver mm-hmm. in the moment. And Again, I went there with the mentality like I have what I want and we're building what we want outside of this. Yeah. If things come cool, they don't come cool. Yeah. But That's what I was going to ask, do you want their things still? No, it, it's not like for me my, what I what I wanted to come out of this story also was and you said it so, you know, brilliantly Kaz when you had no issue with WWE after you got fired and yeah. you're like, yeah, there's no it's okay. You and now you're back doing your own show on WWE yeah. and like yeah. It was one of those things that Thanks I realized. Thanks for breaking that news. Oh, <laughs> it's all we, good. No, we said it. Yeah, we did. We did. We did. Yeah, yeah, we said it. <laughs> for those who don't know, but Kaz is doing it. The morning show on WWE he has yeah. his own show now. But like, and that's what you happen when you have a disposition like Kaz, which is I'm not going to hold a grudge and be angry and say fuck you, this, right. that, the other. Yeah. I'm just going to go. Thanks for the opportunity. Yeah. And like, I'm sure. I'm sure so many people were maybe expecting me, you know, to talk about JFL or these types of things. Like, how could they not? Da da da. For me, there is no. There is no grudges in business. Mm-hmm. If it's good business, we do good business. Right. It's simple as that. I'm not going to let you not believing in me stop me from doing business with you. Right. Let me tell you, man. Anytime you were in a business, we're all in the business of yeah. we need some sort of validation as far For as sure. like, you know, getting on certain places, stages, yeah. or whatever. One, you never want to burn a bridge. And two, you never want to be at a point where you know, you're not grateful for that moment because 100%. If all this this podcast, your stand up, your tour, Palooza, everything, like all that shit could be going tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, at least I did that shit. Yo, gratitude, I mean? man. And if, you, and if you keep that attitude to anything you have in life, man, I, I, I guarantee you it may not happen immediately, but eventually shit will start to pile up and then and good things people will People will notice it, man. People notice. And... You know, to put a little bu- uh, you know, bow on this, uh, last year, and people will notice and people will start to change. And you have to be ready for their change. Uh, you know, F.A., I think it said to me once, he's like, profits let people convert, right? Mm. Oh, now, this shit. is not me calling myself profit, no, but no, what no. I'm saying is you have to let non-believers become believers. If you resent every person that didn't believe in you, then you'll never have anybody to take. Yeah. yeah, you'll never have anybody to take. And, and the reality is, in a weird way, I'm so grateful because they forced me to create this thing, <laughs> this 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 monster that Bro, can move are, the business, right? <laughs> so it's just like I'm grateful for the nose because they exposed me to who I am and mm-hmm. what I can do, right? If I just got every opportunity in my face, I wouldn't be close to as strong of a comic or close to as strong as a podcast or any of this type yeah. of shit. So to put things in perspective, last year for the New York Comedy Festival, we were supposed to do a, yes. a flagrant two live, live show. Yeah. And the New York Comedy Festival, for whatever reason, had a beef against me. And then I guess a couple of weeks before, they just canceled the flagrant two live show from the festival. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They said you can still do it, but it can't be part of the festival, which is why we're we doing it. Yeah. And it's just like, for, I, for no, I have no fucking clue why. Yeah. That exact guy, <laughs> a few days ago, emailing my agent 
how do we get Andrew Schultz at the New York Comedy Festival? Mm. Now, it's very easy for me to tell my agent, tell him to go fuck himself, <laughs> you know? Mm. It doesn't do anything. It, it gives you nothing in that situation. You already won. When they make that call, they know that yeah. they're swallowing mm -hmm. their pride to right. make the call. And on some level, I even respect it that you're able to have business. There are certain networks out there that they still can't deal with the fact that they were wrong about me. So they want to block, continue the block. Hmm. And it's purely ego. And that's not how you make money. That's not how you do business. Remove the ego from business. Now, the New York Comedy Festival this year, I already booked the show at Town Hall a week after, <laughs> and that was my fuck you to them. Yeah. Right? It's like, you're not going to keep me in your festival? I'll do the show the week after, mm -hmm. and I'll sell that shit out just to let you motherfuckers know. Right. But it all I guess I'm trying to say is it was a cool moment in my career to like fully come around that blockade. And uh, yeah, I wouldn't be able to do it without you guys. So it would be nothing. So I'm very grateful for everybody here. And I, I hope that maybe there's something you guys took from that story. It's a great way to end Congrats, the show. man. Congrats on that, man. <sighs> yeah. That Congrats being on said, everybody. Good things are happening for everyone. Man, I like that. absolutely. Except yeah. those Somali chicks without the clips. <laughs> That was full circle. <laughs> Perfect. End it. This has been Flagrant 2. Peace. God bless. Yeah.